I was sitting here in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. On today's episode, we're starting our discussion all about Tech Jacket with Tech Jacket Volumes 1 and 2. And with me to talk all about it is Bill... Hi! And TJ. Hello. You said that in like a very like game show host. <laughs> Which kind of way. to see if I have And Ryan Otley. <laughs> I was trying to hurry up so I could get Bill to say something with his mouthful of uh, bagel bite. Pizza bites? Is pizza it bagel bites? Do you call them pizza bites or bagel bites? Well, pizza bites are the ones like that are in the pocket, I no, think. No, those are pizza so, pockets. Wait, there's no. nothing called a pizza bite. Oh, wait. No, there is. They're the little, they're the little burrito, the little pizza burritos, where you bite off the corners and blow through it like a. That's little what whistle. TJ's talking about. That's a pizza bite. What's this a, is a this is a bagel bite. What's a pizza pocket? But bagel is that, bite, is that is a hot pocket, pocket with but pizza? pizza? But okay. bagel bites don't have pizza in the name. That's okay. That that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah, because I think how there's breakfast bagel bites. How do you, how do I know if you're eating there's pizza only one, bagel bites? There's only one kind of bagel bite. No, I think there's pizza, like breakfast ones. Aren't pizza, they? Though, so then why would they make a whole theme song? Pizza in the evening, pizza in the supper morning, time. pizza at supper time. When pizza's on, on a bagel, bagel, you can eat pizza It's not. It's time. not when pizza or ham and cheese or sausage is on a bagel, <laughs> it's pizza. You're you right. I don't think I ever realized bagel bites, bagel right. bites, bagel bites, bagel right. bites, bagel bites, bagel bites. Checks out. Checks out, checks out. Uh, like I said, we are the Invincible Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, you can find our podcast pretty much anywhere podcasts are, except for Spotify right now. Uh, if you listen to us on iTunes, we always appreciate reviews. We read them on the air when we get them. Uh, and you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. TJ, what'd you find? I found <laughs> Bagel Bites Bagel Dog Edition. Hot dogs in the morning? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> That what looks, about hot dogs in the evening? That though? looks gross, though. <laughs> no, they look like little wiener dogs that you can. Yeah, but they look like the ones that you can make that you like someone would bring to a picnic. Uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, little the what are they called? The little um, cocktail pigs in a blanket. The, yes, the, but they're the cocktail wieners. Yeah, but cocktail wienies or whatever are just that. They don't have the blanket. Right, but you wrap it in a blanket. <laughs> you wrap it in and a blanket. what do you get? P- bagel bites, hot dogs. I was gonna say bippy boppy boo, but. Oh. Uh, we, uh, we also have the Oblivion Song podcast, which for once is not going live the same week as this podcast. This is the first time, right? Hmm. It is. No. No. I think it is. Mm. is I think it is. I think this is. I think it is. So we're actually, uh, Wait, the very first episode I don't think did. It didn't. Oh, it didn't? And then the next two did. Hmm. I thought it did. You know what's exciting about that? Is that we're almost caught up to the trade. The point, I know. Where where we finally don't sound like idiots- on the podcast where there's a bunch of people it was, that are like, they're uh, so dumb. Xavier, who sent us the um, the comics last episode, was telling us that he's enjoying listening to Oblivion Song as well, but he can't talk to us about it because he read the How trade. does everybody know? <laughs> everybody knows. Yep. Devin Barry knows too. Yeah. He has one too. That's all right. So hope, uh, that's going to be a really fun episode of the Oblivion Song podcast because then we can be like, all right, everybody, let the floodgates you know, release and just tell us everything you've been holding back. I have new theories. So Ooh. we'll save that for Oblivion Song. Yeah, uh, if you're is... listening to it, if you're listening to Invincible Podcast 
now, which was released this Friday, which is this tomorrow. Friday, which is what is that? That is the the eighth eighth of. Mm-hmm. Uh, June. We're in June already. Yeah. Uh, it will be released next Friday. Mm-hmm. Oblivion song. The Oblivion song podcast will be released next Friday, which um, is the fifteenth. The fifteenth. Mm-hmm. That's the week that issue comes out. We're excited to talk about it. Comes out the Wednesday before. Yep, Can't and. I will be leaving a couple days after that to go uh, overseas with my wife on a little vacation. To Pali. To Pali. And uh, we... I see you doing something just because, like, you know how Bill and I always talk about, like, that's Ryan, yeah. like, like the Ryan things that you do? Yeah. Are you going to try and recreate your uh, your Invincible page? No, but I definitely thought about yeah, it. Yeah, you did. I de- you no, did. I thought about it, and I even looked at it again. I'm like, there's not really anything to recreate here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to take a picture of the Eiffel Tower, no? that's for sure. Um, but, uh, no, no, I am excited though. That's going to be fun. I do really want to go into a, uh, French comic book store and, hmm. uh, scope that out and see if I can get some French comic Aren't books. Aren't you nervous about the language barrier? I've always been afraid of a that. A little bit, but we're staying with somebody who lives there and, uh, they speak fluent French hmm. and, you know, we know the little things and, uh, when we're not with them, we'll be in a major city that gets a lot of tourism. So we should be all right. But yeah, so, but Bill, what I'm getting at. my knee <clears throat> with my toe. How was yeah. it? It was interesting. Mm-hmm. What I was getting at, though, and the reason why I bring that up is because uh, we're going to have to record our next episode of the Invincible Podcast early. Uh, we're probably going to be recording, you know, sometime around the 13th, you know, within the next week or so. Uh, and we want your feedback for this episode. Uh, it's going to be an episode all about the blood and guts and in Invincible, the gore, the thing that uh, one of the things that Invincible is known for. We want to know what you think about when you think of the bloodiest moment in Invincible. What was the moment that, like made you the most shocked, grossed out, couldn't believe it was in there. Um, let us know. We want to we wanna talk all about that. What do you think about there being gore in the movie? Is it necessary? Uh, is that what makes Invincible Invincible? And we just want to talk a, a little about that, and that'll be our next episode. So We'll be right recording in. that early, but we're going to be releasing it Normal, normal schedule. time, yep. so two weeks from when mm-hmm. this pot, when this right, precisely. Yeah, so try and get uh try and get your feedback in sometime by the thirteenth of June if you want to be on that episode. So when they announce Zac Efron as Mark, oh my God, we're if not going to be talking. You about guys, it. if there's crazy news and we have to do something, you guys are gonna have to Skype me or something. We'll figure it out, but because no, there's no, there's only uh, E three between now and next episode, but Comic Con is gonna be when within the next. It's within the next month or so. I think it's no, is it mid July? It is, yes. It is between. It's after. It's like July twenty nineteenth. It's, it's usually it's like July nineteenth. Yeah, 19th. it's usually like the, the third week of July. Second so we or third got week. we got a little bit of time on that. So we're hoping to get something out of that. We'll, we'll see. Uh, as far as news, nothing really happened. Uh, uh, Otley went to a con. Which con was that? Was, was it Heroes Con? No, Heroes Con is Florida. What did he do? I can't remember what what con he was, he was at. Posting images uh, or some sketches from yeah. that. That was pretty cool. Um, I'm curious to see how, uh, I'd be curious to know how, uh, how much his booth presence has changed since being announced for Spider-Man. I bet not much yet. No? I don't think, I don't know. Maybe. You think it's going to change a lot? I don't, I don't know. I, I think first, it will change a lot. It will, but I don't Judging think by the yet. sketches, the head sketches, there were, there were, you know, it seemed like the normal, just a bunch of random yeah. stuff. And then still a, a lot of Invincible, still, a little it, bit of Spider-Man. Some, there was more Spider-Man than normal, though, I yeah, think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but definitely yeah, still some Invincible ones that were cool. How many issues of Spider-Man were released? There's still only There's that still free one. one. It's yep. just yeah. a free comic book yep. game. And the next one's um, later July. this month. Oh, it's July. It's July. Damn it, why is it so far away? Everything is July. Uh, 
But yeah, so like I said earlier in the episode, this episode is going to be all about Tech Jacket, though. We're going to be talking about Tech Jacket Volumes 1 and 2. We didn't want to do all four in one, you know, episode because that's a lot. Uh, so that's Volumes, uh, the trade paperback Volume 1, which is uh, The Boy from Earth, and uh, Volume 2, Liftoff. We're going to be talking about them in chronological order, meaning between Volume 1 and 2. I want to talk about some uh, of Tech Jacket's appearances in Invincible and what what happened when uh tech jacket was canceled and brought back and all that kind of stuff so uh we're gonna jump right into it tech jacket issue one came out in november of 2002 invincible number one came out in january of 2003 so this came out before invincible um Within volume one which is all we're gonna be talking about for a little bit now within volume one it has five issues that last issue of Tech, Jack- Tech Jacket came out the same month as Invincible issue four. Just to get, get you guys the frame mm-hmm. of mind, you know, that was May 2003. <laughs> Just to kind of put a, a little bit of a timeline out there for you guys. Uh, Just volume one. We're just going to talk about volume one. What did you guys think? I love Tech Jacket. Yeah, so Even- leading into this, I had never read it at all. Mm-hmm. Bill, you had read it. Mm-hmm. The entire was, thing. And this was me rereading it again. So, mm-hmm. And it's been a while since I've read it. And TJ, what is your experience with reading in Tech Jacket? The first volume I read years ago and remembered nothing of it. Okay. I remembered bits and pieces as I reread it. Um, so the last, the last two recaps that we've done was Guarding the Globe and Invincible Universe. Mm-hmm. Coming off of that... No, and Capes. And capes. Don't forget capes. And capes. The Tie-ins. last three we did. Yeah. Coming off of those three, I really enjoyed it. Really? Yeah, just because I think that yeah. this is so far above and beyond all those. Which is so funny because this is literally before yeah. all everything. Of them, right? All of them. Like, this is this is one of the first mm-hmm. things he's ever done. Tech Jacket is before capes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Cut, like, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, this was really good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it I didn't a like, whole lot. I loved it in comparison to that. It just, with it being alone, like, I, I, I did really thoroughly enjoyed it. was just fun. Yeah. Like, it was just Do you know Mindless. It, it was yeah. just... Uh, Do, I, don't, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I guess it was kind of mindless. Do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me so much of, like, the the tone of, uh, like, this, the same kind of tone, the same amount of action with comedy, Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Like, tonally-wise, because, like, Batman the Animated Series was kind of, like, more mature, more story-driven, mm-hmm. not really a lot of action, and, and then... And one thing I really liked about it, especially Volume 1, was it didn't seem to be afraid to be like, here's a whole page where very little happens, or here's three pages of just cool action. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, here's a couple scenes of them walking around at the school. Like, like it felt very, like... Lighthearted. Lighthearted, yeah. and it wasn't packed with like a bunch of just comic book stuff just stuff that you like fluff mm-hmm. it didn't feel fluffed out um but yeah uh before we get too much further obviously written by robert kirkman kirkman but also uh lettered by robert kirkman as we know like from capes and early things <clears throat> that he actually did all the lettering oh, himself really? <clears throat> yep didn't um russ wooten do he came on afterwards he yep. came on afterwards yep yeah. after uh, volume one so the first five issues were released um uh and and were done by uh Penciled and inked by E.J. Sue. Uh, colored by... Though the first issue was colored by Val Staples, who I remember did Brit, uh, at least some of the early um, mm-hmm. Brit comics. Very similar, yeah. uh, and then 
issues two through six uh, were colored by Ron Riley. And I was mistaken, it's six issues. The first volume was six issues. Um, so yeah, they, I think, uh, you were reading some of it too, I think, Bill, uh, Kirkman chose to end Tech Jacket because it was selling poorly. Um, he, I mean, in the back of this, he actually said that sales picked up after issues like two and three, uh, and for, were actually keeping pace with Invincible for a while, but they started to drop off dramatically from what mm -hmm. I gathered. And Kirkman chose to end it, hoping that he would get to revisit mm -hmm. it someday, um, and just end it. Yeah, he said it. he said that the sales were so low that Image just could have pulled the plug whenever they wanted. Exactly. To. Yeah. And he didn't want to be mid story, mid arc, yep. and kind of be like, oh well, shit. Now we can't finish what we started. So he ended it in a way that was kind of it could it, it was, there's still it, there's, I mean but there's, there's was, literally no loose threads at the end of it it's just like, he's tech jacket big loose threads like yeah. there's just the little stuff but yeah. but yeah you're right I mean mm -hmm. so he chose to end it there which I thought was a good call uh, so yeah issue uh, issue one we don't have to go super super slow into what we talk about but um, it's kind of a uh, it's kind of a green lantern it is it is Green Lantern. Extremely Green right? Lantern. It's yeah. almost the exact Green Lantern origin. Iron Man. Yeah. Um, so this uh, a ship crash lands, the Geldarians. Uh, we we introduced to them. Uh, and they're... They kind of look like Power Rangers. They're they all different do colors. kind of. Or Beetleborg. I, oh, you know what? You're I went right. with Power Rangers they do, they do because like, I feel like more people, but I swear I thought Beetleborgs first. They look just like Beetleborgs. The blue exactly one with the, with the like helmet, right? and yeah. the wings. Like the the blue one on this page has the wings oh, out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Early incarnations of Tech Jacket is definitely like. Oh. Okay. God, I really like the orange and brown one too. Two thousand. I forgot his name. One this, or two thousand. What? This two, was two thousand two. Or Beetle was that after Beetleborgs? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely after Beetleborgs. Oh, it's weird to think that 1998 was two decades ago. Oh. Yeah, it's nauseating. Yeah. So we get introduced to the Galdarians, which is a technologically advanced race. Yes. That are that. Oh my God, I and, love but they're this. They're complacent. Oh, that was one of the best. Mm -hmm. That was the moment when I was reading this that I'm like, okay, this is Kirkman like esque writing, where it's. These the species is like you said, TJ. They're complacent. They've they're, they've grown weak it and reminds frail. Me of um, what's that robot movie you love? That's terrible. <laughs> AI. No, uh, Wally. Oh yeah, uh, Wally -E, is where yeah. it's like it's it's. But the opposite. They, Instead of getting fat and comfortable, they're uh, they're weak and frail. Like and they want to yeah fix that, so they make these uh, tech jackets that are robot suits to that make them stronger. They're mm -hmm. attached at birth, and they grow with them, learn with them. They're, they can translate, you know, alien languages. They, they clean can, you. They clean you. It never comes off. So, yep. ever, ever comes off. The process is extremely painful, mm -hmm. and could kill you, mm -hmm. so they can come off, yeah. but they don't, they don't do it. Yeah. They don't take it off. The cool thing about the tech jacket, though, is that it only goes by, like, the strength of it only goes by how strong the being is inside of the tech jacket. So, someone like me wearing a tech jacket would have a certain amount of strength, but then you put the rock in the I same fucking... I knew you were going to say the rock. You got to go with the rock. Come on. Yeah. You put the rock in the same exact tech jacket, he's going to be... the, t the suit's gonna be, more powerful. The suit is going to be way more powerful. Mm, yeah. Not way more. Significantly more. Significant, yeah. No, it's incremental. It's like the difference between you 
and The Rock, who are human beings, one's much, much, much stronger and much more attractive, well, mind you, than the first one. Perception. But it would be like the difference <laughs> between you and Superman being in a fucking tech jacket. No. That's the difference between I, the Galdarians and Zack. No, I disagree. I, th- I, think, I think that the Galdarians are very, very frail. Uh, so there's a big difference between Zack wearing the tech jacket and them. But the difference between Zack and The Rock wearing the tech jacket isn't as big as Zack and the tech and the Galdarians. It would be like a there's human. A bigger, it, it, yeah. it would be any human wearing it. Yeah, right? any human would be roughly the same as Zack. But, yeah. you know, the stronger the person, the more powerful mm-hmm. it would become. Yeah, that's all. I think we agree with that. Yeah. But that's one of my favorite things about this. I really like the fact that, you know, the Galdarians are that race of, you know, complacent you know, creatures yeah. that are warring with what are they called? The Kesh? The Kresh. 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 Which are just ro- and they're attacking them for no reason. So the whole mm-hmm. beginning of this is they're on a scout ship, which is no weapons. They're going to look for allies against this war. And the Kesh are this is this is really cool. Kresh. The, the Kresh are gaseous. Yeah. They're made of gas, but only when they're off of their home planet because their home planet is so dense. Oh, I don't remember reading that part. Yeah, they're... Oh, maybe that's not no. yet. But anyways, we no, know no, they're no, made no, out no, of it gas. Is, no. It is. Okay. It is. No, 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 no. It's no. in the beginning of Volume 2 where he's recapping what they are. Okay. I they're, knew they were made of gas. They're, yeah. But only when they're they're in that suit because their home planet that's is cool. so large and the gravity is so heavy that when they're on their planet, they're, they're a solid. What? They're a solid, but then when they're off of it, they destroyed it. I missed that. That's so they're, cool. They're I gas. don't know if they went into that much detail. Either way. They wrong. did. But they, uh, they definitely yeah. talked about them being gaseous. Yeah. Yeah, they did. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. So the ship gets attacked, and there's actually different types of tech jackets which this is important too so tech jackets tech jacket uh the the galdarian that gives his tech jacket to zach that is an actual that's a um a battle type okay and the other two he the, said the orange and blue yeah one. he said you guys your tech tech jackets aren't as powerful as mine oh yeah so that's why he went out and tried yeah, to like, save this was the like ship. they like sacrificed themselves right mm-hmm. They crash landed on Earth. Yeah, well, the one in the blue tech jacket, or the normal gray tech jacket that we know, uh, he crash landed on Earth, um, and uh, that's when we get to meet our hero of the story, Zach. Zach, what's his last name? Ah, Tom, Tom, Thompson, Thompson, Is it Thompson? No, Zach Thompson. Is it Thompson? Zach Thompson sounds right. Zach Thompson. I think it's Sam. Sam, Sam Swan, 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 Sammy Swan, Swanson? Swanson? Samsonite. Samsonite. Oh, was way Samsonite. off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, High school student. Yep. In a school that looks very similar, very similar to Reginald Johnson from the outside. They all look like, that's just a school, bro. I know, but it looks similar. Mm-hmm. I was looking for Easter eggs. Uh, that's not really one, but it's pretty close. Uh, no, that's just a school. All right. Just saying. Looks like Reginald Velvel Johnson. So this kind of pisses me off. So... Zach goes to meet this girl outside of school to walk her home, and then and then the girl's oh, yeah. like, oh, he has a car, so I don't want to bother you. I'll yeah. just drive home with him. And he's like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. And then walks home sad, and that's when he's walking home, as fate so has it, he sees the Galdarian space... Sh- oh, no, not yet. Oh, well, he visits his dad at his yeah, shop he, first. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's when we find out that his dad owes some people some money, which, as far as Volume 1 goes... We never found out why he owes them money, right? He just borrowed some money from a bad dude. Yeah. Yeah. You and took a loan out two years ago to keep this place above water. Yeah. Is what this guy says. Okay. In volume, like right here in volume one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he so clearly took it out they, to keep his 
these thugs come in and they take a hammer to his hand, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's brutal. And this is the first time he's ever, like, they haven't, this is the first time they've Visited. come to, like, let come him to, know. Come to collect. We're fucking, we want your money, bitch. Yeah. So, and uh, Zach didn't know about it either, and they, they he told promised him to, to keep it a secret, keep it a secret from, from the mom. Uh, but yeah, so after that is when Zach uh, is walking home when the Galdarian ship <clears throat> crash lands. Well, well, crashes, right? This is important. I, I kind of want to talk about this because inconsistencies in science that is created in the thing that you're reading really bothers me, like Ant-Man. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. So there's a part where, I think his name is Ka- Kanda? Kanda. Oh no, that's the other that's Galdarian. That's the guy later yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So the the Galdarian. We don't know that, the one that's sacrificing no. himself right now. The right? Galdarian that he you're gives... gonna bring up something that I was going to bring up, but if you're gonna bring it up, you should wait till volume two. But no, go ahead. I'm gonna bring it up right now. All right, go ahead. Because there's a panel where the Galdarian is uh, primary and secondary batteries at 100% emergency charge successful. So he had to charge his tech jacket. However. The tech jacket explains to Zach and everyone, the Galdarians explain to him that every single minute little thing that you do in your in your body, the little muscle movements that you do, charges Charge charges your tech jacket. It powers your tech jacket. Mm-hmm. So it's just weird to me that that I, and maybe he just depleted his it, it too fast to where like him going like like running in place wouldn't charge it. Yeah. To where he needed to, you know. So you just don't like the idea of it having to charge. There are other things that happen further in the series yeah. that really, really bother me. I think that, that well, wasn't it what can, I was going to say. It can so. charge. Uh, oh. I'll bring it up later. Doesn't it? Can't it charge itself and every movement charge it? It's almost like obviously it can because yeah. he needed to charge it by emergency to to then like what he did is he strapped his suit onto the the front of the hull of the ship mm-hmm. um, to kind of steer it into Earth's atmosphere, mm-hmm. which is where Zach sees it crash land. This is like, yeah, it's, exactly yeah, it's, the origin story. Yeah, it's of pretty close. Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Well, except for the and fact that, like except for the fact that, except for the fact that, like, I think there's a big difference in the fact that uh, Zach was about to die because the ship was blowing up because humans can't find Galdarian technology. They want to keep it, you know, out of American or not American, out of human hands, right? Didn't any, they? Any alien species that is. Um, not as developed as them. Yeah, so they were keeping it out of out of uh, out of our hands. So the ship was going to self destruct. So Zach was going to die. This mm-hmm. wasn't an alien that says, "Here, you are now the the you know keeper of this ring, like it or this vest." Like he 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 the, mm-hmm. the, didn't the jacket? Did he no? He sent the jacket onto him, right? Mm-hmm. Willingly, like it's not like the jacket had a mind of its own. Like, yeah, you said he, it's the only he, way. He initiated some sort of emergency protocol. Yeah, that. because he was gonna die anyways. He released mm-hmm. the jacket onto Zach, and uh, there was an explosion, but Zach survived because he was wearing the tech jacket. Right. That is right, and, and that is how issue, issue one, one ends. ends. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a very, very solid issue one. If, I mean, we don't have to talk about do this for every issue, but yeah. like for an issue one, we got everything we needed. You know what I mean? Like, picture End of Invincible one. You know what I mean? He's in the suit. You know what I mean? Like, you get to meet main characters. You see his dad. You get drama between that. You get a feel for the Galdarians. They're fighting the crash. Like, you go to the high school. Like, we've got... We got a lot in that issue. Mm-hmm. I really like but it. It's still, but it still managed to be very lighthearted. Yeah. It didn't which feel I'm trying, packed. Which I'm trying to compare it to, like, issue one and two and, like, the first... Uh, the, what's, what's mind-numbingly... 
hard to grasp is how this undersold Invincible. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, I do you think I, we, that the first volume that you just read is is better or worse than Volume One of Invincible? Volume One. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm, as a whole volume, I oh, that's tough. I don't know. Hold on a second. I don't know because uh, not a lot happens in volume one of this. I think volume two. Yes, it does. Volume two of this is better than volume two. Uh, even that, I don't here's, know. Here is the first trade for Invincible: Tim fighting Titan, getting the suit, the reveal, uh, like no one explaining who he is, meeting the team team, uh, the, the bombs blowing up. Oh, yeah, this is everything. Him quitting his job, going to the college, fighting the Flaxons. It's it's the bomb. It's the Scooby Doo adventure. Finding out like the teacher I, is the I'm one. I'm not that being. Did it. I mean, I understand, like, oh, this the is the Invincible podcast. Without being by... Oh, dude, all the, with his dad playing catch and no, stuff. No, I mean, it is really good. Uh, volume 1, definitely of Invincible. But this is really good. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you and know that's what? just preference, though, because this is this is tighter. This is tighter, and, and I think yeah. this is a little bit more, like... It's, it's not as heavy. Like, the first volume of Invincible has... We just flipped through it. It has a lot going on. A mm-hmm. lot of storylines, a lot of characters. It's very dense. This Multiple is not. Villains. Yeah, this is not dense at all. It's very easy to swallow. It's light. I like it a lot. But not in a bad way. No, that's no, not at said. all. Not not in a bad way. That's like, ooh, that's not that doesn't make for a good comic book because once you guys see, especially in the later two volumes, it gets very comic booky. Yeah. Because and they need to. They need to expand yeah. on the universe and stuff. Yeah. So issue two. So issue two actually starts on Galdaria mm-hmm. with the elder, and they're saying that the scout ship was lost, and that all the, the three Galdarians that were on it died. However, the tech jacket is rea- active. Is reactivated after the explosion. So they need to go find this guy that's, that they think stole the, st- the tech jacket. Yeah, they thought... They think that Zack, uh, or a being, killed the their person, you know, the Galdarian, <sighs> yeah. and uh, that, that stole the potentially jacket. survived the crash and then stole it. And then it goes to... And then the crash attack. Zack at, Zach at school, and he's trying to pull it off, but he can't. He's kind of realizing that it's a part of him now. It mm-hmm. talks to him for the first time. Here, th- this is... Oh, I just I, lo- I, I just love this. Co- I don't know why I like this comic so much, but him just being in school, in the bathroom, like just kind of huffing and puffing, trying to get it off. Mm-hmm. And then it's it talking to him, revo- removal is not permitted. Vulnerability increase 1,000%. Survival odds decrease 500%. <laughs> Executive decree 574-3 deemed removal forbidden. And then it says, you answer questions, and then... Inquiries dictate replies. Yeah, it's just, I love it's, that. It's so... I mean, the tech jacket never kind of gets a personality, so it's not that kind of relationship, but it's just very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so his buddy walks in, and, and they leave school, and he doesn't find anything out, but then he goes back to his dad's work. Where the guys show up again. Show up again and, like, beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Like... Which, uh, what is it? Super Patriot? Is on the calendar in the corner. Yeah, oh, little, I missed little, that. Little Easter egg for you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which was Ninja a uh, which was a Kirkman Coney Walker joint before this. So, Zach comes out and his tentacles shoot out from uh, from his uh, hands, which he didn't even know he had. And yeah, it was just says, one of those rage those rage moments where yeah. he just and didn't seem to takes did them it. all out immediately. Right. So that goes back to Galdari and it's talking about the politics and how they they deem it important to go and, and find out who took the tech jacket because it's too powerful of a weapon. But this is <laughs> this is the part that at night Zach's sleeping in his clothes and it says commence host this, this maintenance. This was funny. 
And he's like, what are you doing? And then host maintenance, meeting daily scheduled requirement, uh, the removal and destruction of host's daily accumulated germs and bacteria. Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, sweet. Never have to take a shower again. Like this, this set a age for Tech Jacket to me. Mm-hmm. This sent it, said it as he is What do you mean? Wouldn't you be excited young. about never having to do that ever again? Yeah, I guess. But not as excited I mean, as it, a fucking, like, exactly. 12-year-old Exactly. Like, boy. I don't mind showers. He's I mean, not I'm 12. A, He's in high school. He, he does seem a little no, younger here than... I'm not saying him. Me. I'm saying what we feel like this, this comic yeah. is targeting. I view him as younger high school, though. I don't think of him as, like, a senior. I view him mm-hmm. as, like, a freshman. Like, I think of him as pretty young. Uh, especially when it comes to... His flirting tactics and everything yeah. like that. Like, he is pretty young. Yeah. Um, and it goes to... But obviously his dad saw what yeah. happened. And so... <sighs> My... They, okay, talk- go ahead, Bill. I, every time I would get to these kind of moments, I, I knew you'd love this. What? Just everything with his dad. I his, it's one of the best things it. about this comic. It is the his best dad is, is one of the... Yeah, he's the best character. He's just a very, like, hip, like hip but not trying to be hip. Oh, but he is. But That's he the is thing. trying he's to be trying, But he's not. He's not coming across as like stupid. He right. just. He just wants to be cool with his well, son. I, I like, think that. I think that he's not trying to be cool. He's just. He's a young dad that's kind of out of his environment. So it'd be like me right now. Like I think that I'm always going to be a cool dad. But in 15 years or in 10 years, there's going to be new slang and stuff like that that I don't understand. So I'm going to say dude and stuff. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? It's just. And just like testing, so they're in the backyard testing out his powers. How far can he shoot out the tentacles? And uh, he gets goes really far back, and it turns out he has like a laser beam that shoots. Oh my shoots. god, that was funny. Yeah, they so they keep going back further and further to see mm-hmm. how long the tentacles go, and then eventually it gets too far, and it turns into a laser and just destroys everything. And then it goes back to school, and the girl that kind of ditched him for the car, she comes comes up and apologizes, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no sweat," and then just walks away, and I'm she gets busy. all mad, uh, yeah, yeah, because she wanted attention. Is that kind of the end of that? Yeah. Which no, I, well, I, no, they they touch back on do it they touch again, back to her again, not to her. Okay. But I mean, later on, yeah. he comes back and and he plays into a story. Oh, you're right. You're right. That, you're right. Which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then you get the the cliche, you know, let's see what this suit the, can the do. Spider Man uh, yeah. on the bridge or on the buildings, Bill learning Horns. how to yeah, learning how to use his abilities. So he runs and jumps really high, and then. It, then he gets like a machine gun on his arm, and then the, a tree is about to fall on him, and then the Chack Jacket full armor comes on the Beetleborg, which armor. is sweet. I love it. It looks so cool. And then he gets a blast in the back, and the last page of the issue is the Galdarians have arrived in their tech jackets, and they say, "Your presence is required, villain." But yeah, this orange one with the more squat helmet, the blue one with like the big wing spikes things. Green one, yeah, they totally look like Beetleborgs. Now think about all that's happened in two issues. His father knows that he's Tech Jacket. He, but it's but it's a very linear story. He's our, yeah, that's true. But he's also, yeah, that's true. There's not like what's the government yeah. doing and what's this person over here what, doing? What's this crime lord? Like what's, what's the parents? Yeah. It's like, but like I, we're not seeing his mom while he's doing this. We're not I seeing like his dad this. while he's doing this. I like this kind of story. It's all his point of view. I flew through this comic, but in a good way. Yeah, I wanted to keep reading it. So, anyways, and then you get the Galdarians. So on issue three starts with him getting tased. These covers are he awesome gets, too, by the way. He gets taken. He Don't gets, the covers look like, I mean, are they colored pencils? He looks like, this looks like the cover of like a porno magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean. The heat. I, and he looks like, uh, he's, he's, yeah. tied up. he's like handcuffed to the wall. <laughs> Jeez. Well, it's how issue three starts. And he's, as Zach. He gets captured by, uh, by the Geldarians and they take him prisoner. 
and then aboard their spaceship and he he he, he wakes up to the sound of uh an Attack. explosion yeah. and the, it's the, the crash and and it's the crash blowing Attacking a hole in his ship. ship so it's not like he sees that he's going onto a spaceship he realizes he's on a spaceship because the wall is blown out and he's suddenly awake and I getting sucked into space love this part i like the little two scenes the little two panels of of like him like what and then Choom, and then it's just being a hole and then him being in the tech yeah jacket. and then the other tech jacket guy just being like uh yeah here you go uh i'm gonna i'm gonna handcuff you with this like booster basically and, and it's gonna, gonna take it it's gonna Gal- take Gal- you Gal- there yeah. peace and he's like not telling him anything yeah and then you- it gets the handcuffs get blasted and he kind of like looks back and realizes he's free he can yeah. run away but then he realizes like can you imagine Shit, they're instantly my way being in space like one second you're in the woods and he's then the next second good. you're in space <laughs> I mean, yeah, out. you are. But yeah, I would totally be freaking out. I would out. be freaking out. I would absolutely be freaking out. So he... So there's a crash attack on Automatically, the ship, yeah. like, all the, the, the two other... Three other Galdarians are fighting, like, one-on-one with these crash. And then Zach comes and along. And they're struggling. Yeah, and they're struggling. And he just grabs a bunch of them and slams them together. And throws more into the actual ship and blows up the ship. So he single-handedly... Defeated all of the crash plus their ship by himself. Yeah, this is a good time uh, time to take a moment. And uh, what do you think of EJ Sue's art? I really like it, and I think his progresses even more in the next one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this well, is new well, art, right? Well, this I, is uh, this uh, is Kari Randolph takes over and midway through the second yeah, volume. Well, yeah, and his yeah his volume two is, is split up. But uh, the first two issues in Volume Two are EJ really, Sue. I really like EJ Sue's. His art, art seems sh- shinier or crisper. Mm-hmm. And you're not looking know. at um, you're not looking at Kari. Sorry, but no, you're right. There, it no, is. No. It is. No. Yeah, that could be the colors, though. I'm not sure who if the colorist was the same. I don't think it is. Ron Riley. Did Ron Riley do the coloring in Volume One? Looking. Oh, it is. It is the same colors, too. But it is years apart. I will say that. And we'll talk more about that when we get to the end of this issue. What? EJ Sue doing the two issues in the next volume is oh, years yes. years from this volume. Yes. Because, yeah, yeah. remember... This, I thought these, you meant what we're reading right oh, now. Oh, no, 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 no. But, no, I really liked his artwork a lot. Um, it definitely had a, a little bit of an anime style to it, especially the things on Earth. When, like, I, I, I always think of uh, his friend, his buddy. Yeah. Like, that's, that, you know, their expressions... Uh, we're definitely more anime style. So he it. rips all these guys apart with no problem, and the Galdarians are like shocked because Zach is the only other being that's ever been in a tech jacket other than a Galdarian. Yeah, not only did so they... he rip them apart, and they're like, no other person should ever have this kind of strength. And not only that, but he just saved their life. They, I yeah. mean, he he they assumed he was a villain a minute right. ago. So they say, uh, much is unclear to me now. The outcome of your trial is, uh, of the outcome of your trial included. So he has to go on trial. He still has to go on trial at Galdaria. Mm-hmm. And they say, because you kind of saved our lives here, we'll basically put in a good word for you. Yeah. So that's it. We, we now get to go to Galdaria in which Zach meets the Emperor. Um, this is where we get a history of the tech jacket. Yeah. And, uh... He's pardoned, and why does he choose to stay? What what happens here? They ask him to help. To just stay the, and help? Yeah, fight they, the crash. they ask him to help yeah. fight the crash because they're going to destroy the planet, and he's essentially their only hope. Yeah, and Kanda. We learned his name is Kanda. is the orange and yellow tech jacket guy. But we got all the training. We learned more about the um, 
Oh, Bill, this is the moment. Yeah. During the training, we talked about the crash. The crash homeworld had a very had a very dense atmosphere and an extremely high gravitational ratio. When their world was destroyed by their own misuse, they were forced to design containment suits because they would naturally exist in gas form outside of their of their own environment. Isn't that really That's cool? That's so cool. That's a very cool Kirk Mini, mm-hmm. like... And it's also interesting because we don't know what they actually look like yeah. underneath those suits, which is pretty neat. Because of this, there, they, uh, there are many weak points in their armor. So they are pretty weak. Um, but yeah. And I like how this teacher teaching, it looks like she has a tech jacket that is very different than the type of tech jacket. Like earlier we were talking about that there's different types of them. Well, let me, I'll go back three or four pages. And um, so the, the emperor is saying they're attached to us at birth. They grow and mature with us. They specialize and learn as we do so they can better aid us in our day-to-day activities. Mm-hmm. They enhance our speed and strength. A warrior's tech jacket like the one you possess is specialized in the art of battle. So that's that's why Tech Jacket, you know, his has all these cannons and stuff like that. And while to your point, Ryan, the teachers has a lot of pointers mm-hmm. that come off, and apparently an iPad of some kind in her hand, too. Yeah. But obviously, so Zach is what like two feet taller than it looks like the tallest the tallest Galdarian. Mm-hmm. And this Galdarian says, as you are all aware, your Tech Jacket are fueled by many sources. Oh. But one of them is the kinetic energy produced by the twitching of your muscles. The denser and more naturally strong your muscles are, the more your tech jacket will be able to lift, the stronger and more efficient uh, a warrior you will be. That is why I'm here to show you the proper, most efficient way to increase your mass muscle. So I guess guess to my point, that just shows like it can charge that way. Like it can power it, but it also is what makes it so strong but it doesn't over like there are many ways to charge the tech jacket yeah. he says or fuel the tech jacket and right. zach ends up breaking the lifting mechan like the training in a very yeah in a machine similar to invincible testing his strength for the pentagon mm-hmm. uh more training a lot more information too that's really cool information like he says that you don't have to aim like you don't you just have to kind of guess where your target is going to be mm-hmm. and let the tech jacket do the rest of the work. Mm-hmm. So you're just literally kind of barely controlling the tech jacket. Yeah. So he says, I think you're ready. And then they kind of plan on they, going into they, battle. They either. go into their first mission, which is to protect this moon base that's under attack by the crash. Um, Zach goes, we get some amazing fight scenes. Amazing. It's so cool. The way he's using the tech jacket um, you know, wrapping the tentacles around a large group of crash, throwing them, you know, into space, blasting them, using everything. Easy. There's no like, threat here at all. Yeah, he he's just doing nothing. Like well, I mean, this is a this is a war that the battle that's been raging on for a while, yeah, and they're having and hundreds just, of years. And he just and mopped it up. That, well, this is one battle. This isn't the right. war. This is but, one battle. But he ends the war basically. Mm-hmm. Or he does so. end the war. And then a very important thing that happens is. Afterwards, so at the award ceremony, uh, he catches the eye of the princess. Lee. Lee. L-I. L-I. Yep. Uh, and she's kind of looking at him. Lynn. Oh, Lynn. Lynn. L-I-N. L-I-N. <laughs> yes, L-I-N. And, uh, yeah. Um, she wishes him luck on his next mission. Kisses him on the cheek. I would uh, date her. Yeah. I would date the shit yeah. out of her. Yeah. Uh, and they, uh, then uh, the emperor and some general sent him on a really big mission. The right? final mission. Like, it's the, like, is he going to, like, their base? Yeah, he's going to their home world. 
Well, it's not the home world, but their home base. Because they yeah. said the home world was destroyed. Yeah. This is a cool page. They tell so he they teleport just him just the way that looks. To, yeah, looks badass. Yeah. yeah, when he goes through the portal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's immediately surrounded, and that's how are, issue are, three ends. Are all portals green? Like, why are no, portals some always are blue. green? They are always green. No, no some like, are blue. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty's are green. green. Rick and Morty's are green. Angstrom Levy's are green. This portal right now is green. I think what? majority of the time is green. Cecil's but, are yellow. That's a teleporter. No, that's the yeah, same it's thing. It's a portal. It's You're the right. same thing. It's and a doorway. Tech Jackets is blue. Tech Jackets. Yeah, at the end of... Oh, yeah, he does have one. Yeah. He has one that no, no. zips him up to... go to, up to his base, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they ambush him. It was kind so, of yeah, a trap. Which does look sick, yeah. He goes into onto their base, and he's ambushed. So, and he does a very... And yet still, he kind of does it with ease, like a little bit. Like, he has some trouble. Issue four starts with him, yeah, destroying well, they So they essentially do the, the baby Viltramite thing, where they just hoard together into one mass and, like, Oh, yeah. Shove him through a wall. Which, that's an amazing page. Like, yeah. all you see is his arm sticking out because there's so many of them. But he ends up in, like, a giant reactor room. And he lands and he says, oh, it looks like this is the only chance I'm going to get. Better make a count. And he, he, like, crouches over and just, like, like a dozen guns come out from every single angle of him. And he, like, explodes that whole, sh- it's a the ship. whole ship. It's oh, a it ship. is a ship. Yeah. Yep. The whole Pacific plate. Yeah, the whole thing... Well, uh, uh, yeah, the whole ship blows up, and then he's just, like, floating in he's space. He's chilling. Yeah. Ah, how do I get home now? And then the suit just takes over and his says... Engine's engaged. Returning to Galdaria. Yep. Look at this splash page. That's awesome. So, he arrives to Galdaria. It's under attack. So, was that a... What, what happened a there? Di- like a, a diversion a they, Yeah, they, they, the Galdarians thought that was, like, the mothership. Like, that was the last of their... Mm-hmm. But and they he, they even said that there were a few stragglers that came to Galdaria and to make a last ditch effort mm-hmm. to some for some reason you know I, I they they never really explain why they're warring do they do you remember um, it, they don't no. and the reason why I know that they don't is because this whole time I was thinking what if the Crush were the good guys the Crush are invading Galdaria that's all we know yeah but more on that later. Oh, you found something? Maybe. Oh, Ryan. Oh, uh, Ryan. I feel like Galdarian, we know that from something, don't we? I mean, it's brought up a couple times, yeah. They're, I, know, they're I know I've heard that before. Oh, yeah. They're an invincible. Yeah. It's a lot. A, yeah. Like when? Like all the time. We're going to talk so, about it. Uh, this issue. So then Tech Jacket fly, like, does some... <laughs> he does the Kirkman thing and flies through the ship. Which then crashes I mean, I guess into another, another ship. a Kirkman thing, but... Flies through another ship and then... Oh, this is this is, this is is sad. Oh, it was, uh, what's his name? Kenan? No. Kenan's family? Is that no, not yet? No, that's not them. Okay. That's in the second volume. So oh, a bunch you're of, right. So a bunch of Kresh are just uh, on the ground pulverizing Galdarians, and they actually kill. Um, yeah, this a, a, a boulder falls and crushes this woman and child. And her baby. Yeah, in a very uh, Lori-esque moment. I was waiting for, like, Tech Jacket to save him, and I'm like, I had to keep going back and forth. I'm like, wait, he didn't He didn't. You just save see, him. You see his reaction yeah. to not saving them. Yeah. And he snaps, amazing moment where he he goes all crazy. Oh yeah, and then the emperor has to come up to him and like tell him to stop, like it's over. Yeah, because he goes nuts and kills them all. Mm-hmm. And that's when the emperor declares that it is in fact over now. Especially here, I kept thinking like these guys are the bad guys. That would be a really crazy twist. That would be nuts. Yeah. And then it, like he, every time he like killed somebody. 
you'd think to my you I was expecting like a, a scene where he's like I killed so many innocent people that were just trying to like you know stop these evil Geldarians mm-hmm. that obviously ended up not being the case um but yeah I, I always thought that the whole time reading this that that was my mindset yeah and then finally it's time to send uh Zach home so the Geldarians give him a ship uh the uh he has a longing look back at Lynn, the Lion, and uh, he flies back home. Uh, so, how long was he gone for? I know they say it. They talk about it months. It's months. Yeah, it's like his maybe... father packed up and left after a week yeah, or so. Yeah, he might have been gone for two to three months yeah. or so, right? Yeah. But he, this issue ends with him going home, and his house is empty. I loved it. Like, I loved it. How do you not keep reading after that? Mm-hmm. Really cool. Do you like that, TJ? Yeah. Him uh, going home, the house being empty. Yeah. Issue uh, five uh, picks up right where he left off. He's home. The house is empty. Um, and a, what is it, a realtor? Yeah, comes up to the house and says, says what are you that, doing here? Oh, they disappeared six months ago. Mm-hmm. He was gone for six months. Wow. Oh, okay. yeah, six months. But, yeah. He goes uh, back to his school. His friend, what was his name again? I think he says it. Uh, David, the big guy. Mm-hmm. His name's David. Uh, and he's like, oh, I guess the rumors are true. You just, you were so heartbroken over what's her name that's that, right, yeah. that wouldn't let you walk her home, so you just disappeared. And he's like, uh, yeah, that's it. No, that's you went what to happened. A, they, he said that everybody said a you went to a school. place for troubled teens. Yeah. That he, he was so broken up over it, you know. Uh, he uh he ends up revealing to David, right? Mm-mm. No, no, no. I guess he doesn't. Oh, but he uh. He oh no, he any, says he didn't want anyone yeah. to know that they, that he was back. That's what it was. I knew there was a secret he had to keep. It was that he didn't want. Yeah, he he, because uh, David's mom walked in and everything like that, and he disappeared. Yeah. So he goes home and he's he's you know. No, he goes to the oh the the, the store the hardware store hammer, hammer time, time tools <laughs> hammer time tools which and is absolutely something his dad knowing his dad would name his shop. He's just sleeping on on a cot and two of the guys come in that um, his dad owed money and they're kind of going through some stuff. Because um, they're looking for any evidence that their boss ever worked for him, right? Right. Helped. Right. Well, helped give him a loan. Yeah. It was a loan shark yeah. because then. Once the foreclosure comes through, then they're going to find connections and, you know. How cool was this panel of Zach uh, armoring up? Because it's like a three-page panel. It's one Mm -hmm. of those things that it looks like a repeating panel, but it's the same pose. But every panel, there's a little bit more suit on him. And he keeps just beating the shit out of them. Like each time. Mm -hmm. And as, yeah, as it's going, as it's building onto him, it's It's hitting hitting them. And then it ends with him being looking very alien-like and says, take me to your leader. Or it doesn't end there, but... So they do. They take him to a big corporation to some guy, some loan shark guy that um, is never heard from again. I love this. He Zach goes in there. He freaks out. Puts his, he armors up, holds him outside of the window of this, you know, 50-story building. And uh, he, he thinks that he did something to his dad. And this loan shark guy's like, no, I swear, I we had nothing to do with it. And then Zach said, you... You said we've been looking for him. Yeah. We, like, I probably would have killed him if I had if found I had him, found but him. I never found him. And he's yeah. like, you're lying, you killed him. And he's like, 
you know, he kind of convinces he's them like, that. Yeah, and he's he says that he'll never. He's like, tell your tell your dad his, his death's dad due. Paid. Yeah, it's done. Like, and, and he meant it too. Because yeah. even when he left, he was like, no, I don't want to see that yeah, guy his, ever again. His goons were like, uh, so are we gonna go after him or what? And he's like, no, fuck that. Like, Did you see what just real. happened? I love that. See any of them again? That never happens. I love that. That was just buttoned up, and it was just like, there you go. That's you know. I know we get a really cool Superman esque panel, full page. You're right. That is kind of of him floating over Earth saying mom dad where'd you go mm-hmm. and then he has an epiphany not yet oh not yet issue where did six you come from, which, <laughs> issue six is the final issue in volume one this is the final issue that kirkman wrote uh or i'm sorry the final issue that was released uh when kirkman decided to end it uh so for a while this was all we had so he has the realization it's just so surprising to me I yeah. still can't get over it. Yeah. He has the realization that uh, they were at his... Uh, uncle? Like his uncle's cabin or his his father-in-law's cabin or something like that. Grandfather's cabin. Um, which is probably something he probably should have thought about a little sooner. You know? But maybe they don't go that often. I don't know. If you're... TJ, if your parents still had your cabin... Yeah. And they weren't home, like... I honestly wouldn't have thought that. You don't think you would think that? I think I would have realized it, but not right away. Maybe, yeah. you know what? I would have probably gone to other relatives' houses, like my sister's, my You're right. uncle, they don't really, my they don't grandpa. Really... You know, like I would go to them, hey, hey, do you see mom and dad? Where where are they? Yeah. I guess we're assu- we have to assume that he doesn't have any immediate family Maybe. to go to, but... Maybe, yeah. So yeah, his dad's just chilling. Who uh, he uh, he uh, bleached his he bleached hair. Bleached his tips. <laughs> yeah, bleached his tips. So he could... But, but... He could be in disguise. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't his wife say at some point say, like, they could still see your face because he, yeah. No, I think that's later, but. So he runs so up, funny. you know, he's surprised to see his son. His, his mom's not there. His mom's away uh, grocery shopping. But oh, they yeah, kind of sit down. Like, they obviously give each other big hugs. They kind of sit down, and Zach tells him everything. Mm-hmm. Everything and he that does, had happened. His dad does say it was your grandfather that is letting us stay here. Um, but he was, he's, they're on the run, right? Yeah. From the guys who they owe them to, money. They left a week after and Zach he, left. And he said he thought he was dead. Yeah. He wasn't sure if he was even alive. Um, we didn't go to the place because of the situation with the Mr. Capella. Um, I had to tell your mother everything, uh, except the parts about your alien weapon. Why wouldn't she, why wouldn't he tell him them that? I don't know. You know what I mean? After six months, I would have brought it up. The dad says, so after a week of spending our nights driving around town looking for you, hoping and praying uh, you'd only run away, I panicked. I was getting ready to close up the store, and a car drove by that looked like them. You know, I looked and ran. I really don't even know if it was really them. Yeah, he made his mother gather the clothes, and they just left. They thought you were dead. Yeah, he said we thought you were dead. So, jeez. They're there, and he's telling them everything that happened, and then the crush show up. Mm-hmm. A ton of them. And, well, a ship's worth. And uh, well, there's look at all the all of them that are coming out of the ship. There's a mm-hmm. there's oh, a yeah, bunch yeah. of them. Uh, and he kind of saves his dad's life because lasers are going everywhere. He pulls him out so of the way. So I love the fact that he his dad is on his back and he, he has straps he him straps him in. him in like that. The tech jacket has a seatbelt that yeah. just kind of holds him holds him to him. I really liked that. Yeah. So they're fighting. He's fighting all the crush with him on his back mm-hmm. and then he kind of realizes that they're only going after tech jacket they're not attacking anybody else on the ground or anybody else so yeah so he sends his dad on his way right puts him down uh and then tech jacket again pretty pretty easily but in a very badass way 
That's the thing. Like the, the, the fights, the the, I'm never concerned during the fights. Mm-hmm. Like the, I'm, I'm never worried during the fights whether or not he's going to survive or anything like that. But they're so exciting. I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not reading it for the drama of will he or won't he. Mm-hmm. I'm reading it for the excitement of how's he going to do it. Right. We got he throws a fresh or a crash <laughs> ship into the sun. Yep. Which realistically when, probably wouldn't get there for uh, a few. When years. in doubt, throw it into space. Yeah. Uh, so his dad peeks around the corner, Zach, you okay? And everything, yeah, they're all good. And his mom walks up with the groceries, super excited to see Zach, the fact that he's still alive. Uh, and she's like, well, what happened here? And the last page is Zach saying, we've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> what a fun little ending. Now that is that's crazy cute. that that's it's cute. how it ended. So yeah, what if that had been the ending of Tech Do you think You think that that right there was not better or more entertaining at the very least than Invincible Volume 1? How is Invincible Volume 1 selling more than this? I don't understand that, no. I think that it's... I feel like this would be... I like Invincible Volume 1 more if I had to choose, which is dumb choosing, but anyways. I feel like this should have sold better than Invincible Volume 1 just by the sheer fact that it's... It's just feel Mm -hmm. good. It's easy to wrap your head around. It's straightforward. Uh, I feel like you could have picked up any one of these random issues and felt like okay yeah i get this this is this is cool i feel like if you would have picked up issue three of invincible maybe it's a little mm-hmm. a little heavy already compared to this at least even though invincible gets way heavier i don't know but yeah i loved it i thought i thought volume one was very very good all right now for a moment where we're going to take a second and talk a little bit more about appearances before tech jacket comes back because okay. that was the end of tech Jacket. what's what's interesting to me though is that so now Tech Jacket has obviously made appearances in Invincible before Tech Jacket Volume 2 comes out. Right? Yes. Okay, but Volume 2 literally takes place right, right, right after of, Volume 1. Right. Mm-hmm. So all the appearances we're about to talk about did not happen. Like, it still happened after oh, no, what we're about correct, to talk about. Correct. But if you had been reading Tech Jacket when it came out and then reading Invincible when it came out, these are all things you would have seen in this order. So I like, I like kind of saying, like, hey, here's some more... Here's some more information that Kirkman wrote in the Tech Jacket universe before this bit coming out, hmm. before Volume 2 coming out. So, uh, ready? Okay, go. The final issue of Tech Jacket came out in May of 2003, like we already said. Uh, then, in two years later, in June of 2005, was Invincible, Invincible Issue 23. That was the issue with Alan on the cover, and it was an Alan-only issue. Remember, it was him going to... Um, oh, the Galdarians make an appearance now. Him going home. Yeah. Uh, the Emperor is on the Council. That exact Emperor yeah. is on the Council for the Coalition of Planets. Uh, when Alan talks to... Um, uh, what's his name? The leader of the Coalition of Planets. Thaddeus. Thaddeus. When he's talking to Thaddeus, saying like, Hey, <laughs> it turns out there's a Viltrumite that's uh, against the Viltrumite cause. He fought his father on Earth. He, this is Alan telling, explaining everything to co- the coalition. Um, there's a panel, it cuts away, to the Emperor from Tech, Tech Jacket, in which he says that, where he clarifies that, yeah, the Viltrumites are terrible. They, uh, uh, they s- sent, hired, whatever, commissioned uh, the crash to take over our homeworld. Oh. <gasps> Really? Yes. Wow. In, in issue 23 of Invincible, the Emperor says that the Viltrumites were what sent them out. And why did they do that? We didn't know then. 
we know now that their their numbers were dwindling and they were sending other people to do their job for them huh so the thresh were trying to take over Galdaria. The crash, sorry, we're trying to take over Galdaria as a uh, as a expansion or whatever, as a takeover for the uh, Viltrumites. Uh, yeah, aggressive uh, <laughs> expansion. No, wait, that's not it. What is it? That's it. It is mm-hmm. aggressive expansion. Mm-hmm. What is that from? Uh, Dark Knight. What? Oh, jeez. Okay, then later that year, in November of two thousand five, we got Invincible issue twenty seven, in which is the optimum. Uh, op- Omnipotus fight. Mark is in space, talking With to his father for the Omni-Man. first time. Yep. We f- meet Oliver, and uh, there's the Omnipotus fight that's going on on Earth, and it's all the heroes and Tech Jacket's there. There, and they're fighting Omnipotus. Uh, at one point, Zach tells Eve, he's like, "Sorry, I'm still new at this," and uh, and then is actually key in defeating. Uh, omnipotus because robot uses tech jacket to power a special key that opens up a portal in which um they push omnipotus into mm-hmm. so tech jacket had a, a key role in that then three years later uh in uh brit issues six through twelve uh remember when brit had his own continuous series this was the final arc of brit's series uh, we got an alternate dimension tech jacket that travels to our dimension to stop an evil version of Brit. Uh, Zach blames himself for bonding with the tech jacket in the crater that day because that's what caused the planet conquering Galdarians in that universe to arrive and start a war, which destroyed pretty much the entire planet. Uh, as a last ditch attempt, they sent an Omega jacket, which is a super powered tech jacket down to earth to finish the fight and that's where donald bonded with it and that dimensions brit the evil one bonded also with it and then um uh he uh swore to wipe out all the evil galdarians in that universe Mm -hmm. so in that dimension that happened also remember that evil brit how he had um a trophy room with all those little invincible easter eggs in that trophy room there is a galdarian and a crash head on his trophy wall then at one point when fighting Brit, evil Brit is fighting good Brit, uh, they crash into like his garage with vehicles and stuff like that. The scavenging is in there. The big fucking dragon thing that we're gonna see one? in volume two. The scavenging is in that is in his garage. Wow. Yep. Then one more thing, one more appearance by Tech Jacket before it before he comes back in uh, in the in this is uh, in March of two thousand nine, uh, and that's in Invincible sixty, which is. The Invincible War. He's briefly seen fighting a long-haired, short-sleeved Invincible. Uh, which we're going to find out more very soon. In issue two of this volume, I think. Well, in in issue, in, 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 in Tech Jacket Digital. Right. So, volume two, Liftoff, is issues six and seven, which we found out in the back of Trade Paperback 1, that issues six and seven were almost done. They Kirkman just never released them. Mm-hmm. So... The scripts were written, the covers were actually done, but the issues weren't drawn yet. So he, um, so in uh, April of 2010, um, a year or almost a year after in issue 60 of Invincible, uh, remember the uh, Viltrumite War? Yes. Uh, Invincible issues 71 to 78. Those are all the issues where they fly through the planet, uh-huh. uh, all that stuff. You read those physical issues, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember in the back of all those issues, there was tech jacket stories? No. There were. 
in the back of issues. <laughs> there oh, were. Where? This is cool. I, I did like a uh, lot of like this was like I can imagine Ryan like like in the moonlight. You know what I mean? There's just the computer monitor and Katie like walks in. Ryan, what are you? He's like, oh, oh and he, like looks behind him and he's like got this crazy like, look. I'm in like his solving eye. mysteries. There's here. just a it. little bit of light in the room, but you can't see Ryan. And then he steps into the light. And... There were. <laughs> there were. <laughs> so yes, the entire Viltrumite War issues 71 to 78 of Invincible uh, were issues six and seven of Tech Jacket collected in the back in pieces, and then they were never released as issues they were released in the trade paperback hmm. and he did that um and because it sold well uh, or because they they liked it um in january of 2014 uh tech jacket digital came out so no that's that's four years no, i'm sorry three years after the invincible war so no just for fun God. just for fun he, in the back of the issues of invincible he did issues seven and eight of tech jacket I'm sorry. Yeah, seven and eight of Tech Jacket. And then how many years after that did the... Digital come out? Digital Three ones? years. Wow. So that's what I mean. Tech Jacket has been part of Invincible the entire time. Just spread out. So spread out. What's crazy is that other things like Guarding, guarding the Globe, Brit... All that even, was long after... But there, but there were major hi- hiatuses in between those things too. Mm-hmm. And they felt way different like way more different and kind of like yeah like when, it, it felt different because like well, a lot of weird. what we're reading we're like oh here's here's capes or brit or wolfman or guardians like they're all sections of mm-hmm. invincible this is all invincible like this is this has this was before invincible during invincible and all the way pretty close but, to the end yeah of but what i'm saying is that like so volume one came out and that was an actual thing issue one through six and then they one had through six came out as issues and then they had how many years later did seven and eight come out as part of invincible jesus uh 2003 Okay. What, uh, May 2003 was the last issue of Tech Jacket released before okay. uh, you're talking Invincible yeah uh, the Viltrumite War that was in April 2010 so seven years passed okay yeah seven years passed seven years two and more issues were com- released to, to go and to then, this and then another four years four years to then continue Three. the series yeah. like yeah indefinite well not indefinitely because then this ends for, and then for digital more... and then after digital it was pretty close to the rest and then more comes up what I'm saying is, like, it was so fucking spread out, like, all over the place. But it feels, it feels very tight. tight. Yeah. It feels very it good. It feels like a bigger gap was between... It feels like there was a bigger gap between um, uh, Invincible Universe and Guarding the Globe, is what you're saying. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And that was only a year or two. Yeah. Okay. So, like we said, we're now going to be talking about Volume 2 of Tech Jacket, which is called Liftoff. Uh, the first two issues are going to be... Um, technically Invincible... I'm sorry, uh, Tech Jacket issues... Uh, um, seven and eight so and this takes place right after which i loved like remember i said that the covers were the only things that ej sue had finished uh for seven and eight they kept those covers those are the exact covers and this wow. cover uh, the cover for seven uh is sick it's the uh, uh what is it called again this savingen yeah peering over yeah. tech jacket yeah so starts uh, his mom instantly figures out that he's Tech Jacket because the crash explodes and he uses Tech Jacket to catch a bunch of stuff. They're they're using him, telling his mom as telling a his mom as 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 a way to recap the story because it's been so because long. Because it's been so long as we just covered. <laughs> so people just picking it up. So can... there's some exposition there, but it's handled well. Exposition. Exposition. Yeah. Exposition. Exposition. And then 
another amazing thing about this is, is the neighbors, the neighbors show up? walk up. They're oh like, my god, this the is neighbors so are funny. awesome. They're like, they were uh, great. Did you guys see that giant space battle that happened? <laughs> the guy was like, uh, well, the, the, the big guy has like a baby strapped to his chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and and once they they walk up, Tech Jacket had a picture of Ice T or something like that that he used the tech jacket tentacle to grab mm-hmm. so they're like oh we didn't see anything and they're like oh okay what's that yeah and you know? and she's like uh weren't you just flying around doing that stuff and he's like no no what are you talking about and he's he's sitting there <laughs> holding a, a, a picture of you with his tentacle yeah so yeah they find out right away and right after that the Galdarians the show Galdarian up show up in a huge ship there's the emperor uh this what? brings me to my question go for okay, it TJ. what's your question all right we're cecil Nope. Um, in the first volume, I didn't bring it up. We kind of, we kind of went, didn't go over it at all. Uh, well, I'm going to bring it up now. In the first volume, uh, Zach asks the Galdarians as he meets them, "Is how is it that I can understand you? I see your lips moving differently. Mm. How can I understand you?" And he, they and he said the tech jacket. The tech jacket translates it for for you. How are the the Galdarians talking to his parents and the neighbors, and how does um, is, Lynn talk to everybody when Tech Jacket's not around? The suit isn't translating utterly, is it? Yeah, it is. The the Gal the Galdarians is translating the English that they're hearing, and then it's also somehow that's what I mean. Is there a speaker on the suit? Yeah, it's got to be speaking their language for him. Yeah, it's, that's what it's got to be. I could say anything. I could say that they knew that they were coming to Earth, so they learned English. Uh, I mean, yeah, oh, you yeah, could, no, you we could don't. put in yes, anything, but, but you're right, there it isn't. was not explained. You're right. It's definitely a hole. Yeah, you're right. No, dude, the it's tech jacket grew seatbelts for Zach's dad to ride him. I'm sure that it could. <laughs> right. That it but could how do you know it? How do you know that it grew seatbelts for his dad to ride? Oh, because it was actually in the story. Kirkman would do that. that. Yeah, Kirkman, Kirkman said Space Racer was torn in two. His bottom half grew uh, top <laughs> half, and his top half grew. But a it wasn't half. in the story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's one of those things that, like, oh, on Galdaria, Zach has his helmet off. Good thing that there's oxygen. Like, yeah, don't don't think about They're it. They're carbon-based life forms. Obviously. But they went. But they no. went to the point. Of explaining it in the last in the, volume. In the last volume. Oh, you're, you're using my thing where I don't like that the science is created but then not followed. Yeah. Is right. that your thing? Yeah, is that so your thing? It. Is that something that is and yours? As you say. So the mothership, the Galdarian mothership. Wait, wasn't their home planet destroyed? The Galdarian? Like not yet. No? As far as I know, okay, not, yet. not yet. But this 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 has like a major amount of the population. Mm-hmm. The mothership that's that's orbiting Earth and it's being attacked by the scavenging, scavenging which is, is such an awesome uh, uh, splash page here. The two-page splash of just this huge... It's basically like a dragon, like a snake with arms. Uh, and it's huge. And it just it eats and eats and it devours uh, normally uh, derelict uh, ships drifting. Um, but it has to be very hungry in order to attack a ship that's actually, you know, powered. I think it's weird that it's robotic why it's a because it, it, is it a robot race galdarians are not robot robot race it they, could be yeah you know what but I mean? the, it's, it's not connected to the galdarians at all it's i know just but a it's, space a, it's creature. I'm, I'm drawing attention to the fact that it's a race of robots oh yeah that doesn't bother me so are the autobots i'm not saying it's I'm oh i thought you said you didn't wrong. like that i just think it's interesting oh i think it's really cool oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's like the space robot that just devours things it's like a it's a creature in space that's a robot <laughs> why not 
Uh, they consume everything getting bigger and stronger with every find, yeah. So it, Interestingly, I'm actually worried for Zack because he is not able to defeat this thing. Yeah. It's the first thing that gives him trouble. It actually yeah. pierces his suit. But you're right, TJ. There is a moment where the Emperor is consoling Zack's mom because Zack's getting messed up and right. she's worried about him, but he's saying, hey, my daughter's actually there too. Right. So he, and I, he's not around for the speakers to work. Another hole in your theory. Well, either way, Bill. whatever. He learned English, like you said. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we see Zach trying to do everything he can, and it's just messing him up. He actually gets um, pretty badly damaged, and his suit has to repair. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, we get. To, I like getting to see all the other Galdarians fight a little fighting, bit more. Yeah. Um, and this issue ends with us finding out that you know Princess Lynn is in fact on the ship, and she's in danger. So here we go, chapter eight, which is the final issue uh, drawn by E.J. Sue, and uh, the final issue kind of of this little story um, before we get to Tech Jacket Digital. And uh, it's, uh, what have we got? It's Tech Jacket, what do you? I like him making that drill out of his suit, like a drill on one hand and a saw on the other. Mm-hmm. And he's his new goal is to get into the ship. And doesn't he tell them to like, um, help them evacuate i'm going in the ship like he's going after lynn basically yeah oh and yeah this is when he finds this is when he saves the his family candace yeah his uh his wife um and like little baby daughter are trapped so he gets them out he gets lynn out um protects all the escape pods from the scavengers of a scavenging is it a scavenger like, or a it's, savage scavenging it's a scavenger engine scavenging yeah oh okay thank you because they scavenge like ships Japandroid. japan droid yeah. yes like japan android yeah, like japan android japan droid android yes all right so long story short all the galdarians are now stranded on earth yeah. Until until the Which, uh, but look at this. I know. Look that at thing this. Is so oh, awesome. The scavenging is so cool looking. But yeah, all the escape pods, it 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 devours their entire ship. The scavenging ate their entire ship. It is enormous, and it basically flies away. And there's and it's going home. It's done. Uh, but all the Galdarians escaped in escape pods and land on Earth. And yeah, you're right. They're stranded now. Mm-hmm. And what what was your biggest takeaway from the next from that page that you're currently on, Ryan? Go for it. You well, see... they they beat the scaven the scavenging. No, they don't. No, they don't. It, it eats oh, their entire oh, ship and right. flies away. Ship, they're str- they got they got everything that it wanted. Uh, you see Lynn's butt. More importantly, she's kissing him well, on the lips, which is a big deal for a freshman. He's he's not a freshman. Yeah, he is. Oh, like they we said, were merely like, freshmen. Yeah. Uh, they can't be held responsible for mm-hmm. what they do or don't do. But yeah, that's uh. That's the beginning of their relationship, which and, we're going to find more about. And then in, it seems like every issue, someone new needs to find out. What's yeah. In, in a very comedic way, there's an entire squadron of, of people like the police commissioner. Which I thought was kind of funny. Like the police show up because, you know, there's an alien invasion going on. So somebody's going to show up. Yeah. Uh, and Kanda goes to attack them. Uh, Zach stops them. Zach stops them. Yep. And For what, Wakanda. Yeah. Uh, now there's this whole interesting little storyline where the Galdarians have to stay on Earth, but they have to do it quietly. Mm-hmm. So they basically buy out a motel and they convince the mayor that uh, to to stay hush about it. And they 
give him gold, yeah. essentially, to just be like, hey, don't tell Which anybody. Nothing to yeah, them. nothing yeah, so to them. Unfortunately, we have little to offer you aside from Galdarian trash metal. <laughs> we use it to plate worn, worn out computer circuits, uh, but I believe you call it gold. Oh, there you go. So he learned English. Yeah, I guess so. It doesn't take long for the tech jackets to teach them how to learn English, buddy. Okay. Mm-hmm. After they talk uh, to Zach. Zach and uh, Lynn are straight up dating now. They kiss more. Uh, they're like, I like how this, we got this uh, monologuing going on or whatever, like uh, him talking about how they're all acclimating and trying to act like humans. And it's like he has an extended family in town. And we get our first super direct invincible tie-in. Vault. Vault, who's made an appearance in capes. Everything. Tech jacket. Wolfman. Wolfman. Um, I want to say... Invincible Defense, Adam, Adam Eve, and Rex Blode, but I'm not sure. He was in Guarding the Globe. Was he in Guarding the yeah. Globe? Maybe mm-hmm. not even Sweeners, but those two are kind of same. He's been in just about everything. Vault. I find, I find that hilarious. Is more going on with Vault than we know? I guess we'll find out in Invincible, the new issue of Invincible that comes out. Oh. I was making a joke. No, but there isn't anymore. Uh, yeah. During this time, though, they're, they're going through, you know them having dinner and like them mm-hmm. during this two weeks of of them just being like at this motel everything that we brought up had had to have happened everything like him uh like uh alan's I'd like issue to think, yeah I, you're right yeah it has so to now because we're probably, this ends with the invincible war yes because the next this this next issue is going to be the invincible war so, so during this, this is, two weeks he's going off doing other but things the next issue doesn't take place until or wasn't get released until years after the fact right well but yes. it had to have happened because this is the invincible war well no tj actually everything before the invincible actually, war that we talked about had this to have issue during this in two between weeks. this issue ending and next issue could have been a large jump too why it's uh, it ends with him saying that he, well because how could the galdarian emperor have met with alan if he's on earth tj because oh yeah that's it, true too he's saying like literally he's not going he to the off. war He's not going to the Invincible War at the end of this issue. You don't think so? No. no he's, he's saying, no. He's, he's, I'm on the job as It's a, just the as first Earth's, crisis. Yeah. This was long before um, uh, uh, that issue was even written by Kirkman, so I don't think it is. But yeah, so the, the Galdarians leave Earth. They get their ship repaired. Um, he says goodbye to Lynn. They had a, a great time together. Yeah, and They give Zach a present. Yeah, which is a satellite like base. Yeah, so there's a teleporter in Zach's closet that when you flip a switch, it turns it on and he can walk up to the the tech jacket base. Yeah, which is all uh, conveyed in one page. Do you see that? Like, here's a switch yeah. in your closet. It leads to space. You step through it. You're on a ship. It's in space. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was well done. They did it for him as a gift. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everybody waves goodbye. And uh, yeah. Tech jacket flies away. They, yeah, his dad is kind of like his man in the chair, right? Mm-hmm. He uh, he's the Alfred. Yeah, he says that there's a, a well. This is another invincible tie-in. He says, "I can't believe how cool this stuff is. This must be what it's like in Darkwing's place." As in Batman's, which is kind of like Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So then the computer goes off and says, "Warning: threat imminent in sector AQ whatever whatever imminent response required." And he says, "Your first case." He's flipping through a book. His dad is, and he says, "Uh, that's uh, that's Los Angeles." And then Tech Jacket goes, was there something happening in Los Angeles and in Invincible? 
They don't really. Well, no, it do doesn't matter because, of... like I said, this, this, these two issues that we just went over were in the back of the Viltrumite War as backups, but they take place right after um, mm. those issues, which would have been issues like six and seven of Invincible. So that was like, a, like that was a previously on Tech Jacket. Yeah. Even though it was coming out during Invincible War, obviously it's what yes, happened that was, years ago. Yes, because it was directly yeah. after. So like TJ said, though, there could have been some time passing um, uh, during those that those you know the time in which all the uh, Galdarians are living on earth but so chapter three now this so is this is now digital. years later yep this is digital digital right? only and if you are a skybound insider you get these for free uh but the was it uh tech jacket digital was released in january of 2014 three years after what we just read so which is crazy that they waited that long to put that into a trade but it makes sense. And this it worked out well, like mm -hmm. that they have enough issues to make up a trade. Uh, now, new artist. New artist now. Who is it? Comes on it. This is uh, Kari Randolph. I always want to say Kari, but, but his I learned it's Kari because his Twitter name is Kari Like Atari. Oh, okay. And that's how I learned it. So now every time I say his name, I have to think for a second. I have like a Nightwing Atari commission from him. Yeah, I have an invincible sketch card. Really? From him, yeah. Did you know that he did this before yeah. you got that? Yeah, we oh, talked to him. Yeah, oh, we okay. talked to him. We That's saw pages. We saw pages of, of Tech Jacket oh, and everything. Sweet. We talked to him about the podcast and everything. Uh, but yeah, so these are... Uh, this is done by um, Kari Randolph. Uh, the colorist uh, is Dave McC McCaig and Emilio Lopez. Uh, and then we're, we're, we've got Russ Wooten doing the letters on this whole trade, by the way, which we didn't mention earlier, so... Emilio Lopez is actually Mario Lopez's twin brother. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. really? Not not fraternal, but I didn't know that. Hmm. Um, the other one. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's not true. Don't believe that. So the cover of this is Tech Jacket fighting a ton of Ultimate Universe Invincibles. So we knew that this took place. So I knew that this took place during the Invincible War somehow. I do love that in this issue they don't explain it. You're right. They don't. They make a joke saying, like, damn, Invincible's got a lot of brothers. I love that. That's all That's they say, awesome. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so the issue starts with um, uh, Zach's dad freaking out, trying to get to the base and telling him he'll buy him pizza or something. Uh, but you turn the page, and it is long-haired, short-sleeve tech jacket, or um, long-haired, short-sleeve Invincible punching tech jacket, which is the same one he was fighting in issue 60, which came out years before this issue it was probably three years and tech a month <laughs> yeah yeah invincible 60 came out in march uh and tech jacket digital came out in uh i'm sorry 2009 and 2014 so four or five years later was this issue and they i mean obviously kari and kirkman they did the math they knew what they were doing and they uh they made him fight the correct invincible i love this art i love it yeah. The action in this is so amazing. It's the it's, colors in this is awesome. Dude, look yeah. at him punching that invincible too. Yeah, so he punches an invincible in the face, uh, and then he goes now and because he's in space in the Earth's atmosphere, and you see another invincible zoom down mm -hmm. and just help slam Tech Jacket into into the into the ground. There's a crater, and then I, we gotta call this out. Yeah, it shows his dad um, watching like a monitor, like a, the monitor, like a news screen. He says like. 
Um, they're everywhere. And so what he's seeing on the monitor is obviously Kari's representation of exact panels from issue 60. Though That's exactly... Yeah. Those scenes are in issue 60. It's so cool. I love that. Uh, but yeah, so two Invincibles. Two Invincibles show up to fight... Uh, tech jacket one of them beats the shit out of him though it's it's just the short hair the short sleeved long haired one yeah that's kind of like the main one the second one shows up and says you know kind of is kind of ragging on the first invincible saying you know well no he knows that it's galdarian armor he's like oh i have galdarians in my dimension he's like he doesn't know that he's more he's stronger than your average galdarian but they say that but they both say that neither of them have a tech jacket in theirs right this is where the second invincible that just arrived kind of talks about how the make of the suit and yeah. how in basically they're i mean the way i took it was they're kind of playing at the fact of what if this we invincible wore, wore this suit uh-huh. mm-hmm. which would be make him like indestructible like an unstoppable um so they fight more uh tech jacket blasts i like how he blasts the long-haired one in the face that 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 just looked awesome the art of his uh mm-hmm. his face all burnt um, what does he do here? He does he overload the suit? Yeah. He yeah. Suit it. override fail safes route all power to battery overload the system. And he blows himself up. He like incinerates everybody around him. Yeah. Well, the two invincibles. The two yeah. invincibles. So he killed two invincibles by overloading the suit. By himself. Mm-hmm. Ready for this exciting uh, nerd nerd fact? Whatever Ryan fact? What do you want to call it? Okay. Uh, both of these invincibles are seen when Angstrom creates, like when we get the page of him saying, ah, oh, it's a start, mm-hmm. and them all attacking. We see them fighting Invinci- uh, Tech Jacket in that one panel in issue 60. Neither of these guys are seen at the end of issue 60, obviously. Because they're dead. Four years before Kirkman wrote their death, though. Kirkman didn't write this. You're right, he didn't. We gotta talk about that, though. But what I'm saying is... It's, it's very... What I'm saying is, those neither of these... It makes sense that these Invincibles weren't on that planet... Mm-hmm fighting uh and eating each other because they were killed oh yeah that's what i mean like we never had to ch- had to see them but yeah uh when uh carrie took over i can't believe i forgot to mention this um joe joe keatinch keatinch yeah took over um writing so i am assuming i mean kirkman is still on as a writer um and it does say that uh aubrey sitterson helped kirkman write um uh, the first two issues in this volume but yeah, Kirkman probably still oversaw it, but Joe Keatage is responsible for the writing on this uh, from now on. So yeah. Then the Galdarians show up in a very Power Ranger-like moment. Oh yeah, there's a pink girl one. Yeah. It kind of looks like Guardians, like Adam Eve, Rexplode, the Immortal. Oh, it does look like Guardians. Oh yeah, TJ, mm. yeah, a little bit. <laughs> they show up to help. Uh, Zach is badly beaten in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, wakes up and Lynn is there. Um, he has a cute moment with his dad. Uh, yeah, so he, he explains that he's kind of been out of it for a couple weeks, two weeks, I think he was in the hospital. Yeah, he was out of it for a while. And his mom suggests that he and Lynn... Take a vacation. Take a vacation. Like, just well, the two of them. By that time, he was, he, was, he was gone for a couple months. No, a couple weeks. Um, like, in, in bed? After, like Lying around in bed for a couple months wasn't that fun. Yeah, he just meant like all the time that he was sleeping. I was, wow. I was, I was, I was yeah, so he was he was messed up, which I like because he was powerful enough to incinerate two invincibles. It's got to mess him up a lot. So yeah. months. It he put, got fucked up just by 
fighting the Invincibles. I don't think that's what did the damage to him. Like, he's got a swollen eye, and, like, he oh, looks like he was in a fist fight. I guess you're right. I think my only concern is that, like, is that too overpowered? Him just being able to incinerate two Invincibles, that's pretty powerful. Yeah, but he was completely... He, If anybody else were there, he was incapacitated. So He was done. He had no battery left. His yeah. suit was but it kills everything anyways, though. I'm just saying, like, that's... Uh, that's pretty powerful, and I'm glad it knocks him out. But I, but I see what you're saying. It's kind of like a win-all, like yeah. it's a catch-all kind of thing. Uh, but they don't abuse it, from what I've read. No. So uh, yeah, so they uh, they go uh, they get their own little, or they're gonna go on vacation. I like how the mom says no hanky panky. Mm-hmm. So you get this gigantic Galactus-looking same sized being he is galactus i think he's a world eater i want to say carrie even called him something like galactus i call this guy fake lactus in all my sketches carrie called him fake lactus uh but yeah this sick art of this guy uh destroying this planet Mm -hmm. what does this guy look like who i think he looks like Azrael. a lot Mm -hmm. i think so too but we're not there yet oh that guy what what i think well the guy that comes I thought you were talking about the guy that what I have to say, destroys him with one punch. What yeah. I have to say about this art is that there's so much going on that you ha- you can't just zip through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, like, you'll see there's this blue streak jetpack going up to this thing, to this fake Lactus thing. Yeah. And it's this new villain, Hitman guy, flying through his head. Yep. So he takes this guy out and instantly takes him out because he was paid to do it. Yep. Like he he's a he's a paid mercenary. God, this guy is so cool. I fucking love him. I remember reading this because I I bought these. We when don't they have came out. anything like this in Invincible, right? Like this hitman, like mm-hmm. this bounty hunter. It's no. a bounty hunter, is what it is. Yeah. It's so cool. No, he's a he's a mercenary. He's a hired mercenary, yeah. not a hitman. He's just paid to. Yeah, a do bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. No, a bounty hunter is strictly going out for like to kill people. A mercenary is paid to do. I don't want to say odd jobs, but anything. His name is mm. Null. Mm, mm-hmm. All right. So turn the page, and and so now he's 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 got, being he's being tasked or commissioned. Yeah, he's or like whatever. the Again, client. The he, client has something more lucrative for you, right? And he's being paid by this guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like head, a kingpin type yeah, of yeah. who has what looks like an Ewok stuffed mm-hmm. uh, in, in his in his quarters. To, but yeah, to to get a tech jacket. Yeah, everybody's yeah. after the tech jacket. He's getting older and he is becoming weaker in his old age. And well, he, he wants has the tech jacket. he has pieces of tech jacket. He has archaic tech jacket technology. Mm. Like a, he has little bits and pieces of one, but he wants an entire suit so he can live longer. And, and he does like bring that. up the fact that um, this suit will be even more powerful because it's already built up power mm-hmm. on Zack. Mm-hmm. If he were to just take a week like that teacher's tech jacket that we saw in the last volume, it wouldn't be as powerful on him. But because this tech jacket has already built up its abilities, it'll be even stronger on him. So in this first panel on this page when it kind of introduces this guy, uh, in the background you'll see that thing that looks like an alien, mm-hmm. right? And on his desk it looks like a predator helmet. Oh, shoot, you're right. And if you go to the whole, the, the far right, see that tentacle-looking monster? Yeah. That's in the last volume. Oh, cool! But as like we a don't know very yet. Yeah. little, I'm glad like, you're. I'm glad that, you're bringing that up to us now without spoiling anything. It's you'll like, see, hey, you'll you, see that alien make a very small cameo. That's so cool. Yeah, and I'm just now catching it. Really? Like, because I'm looking at Sweet. it more closely. I'm like, holy shit! God, that's awesome. All right, Bill. This 
I I am so upset by this. This is so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Oh, Find Zach. a way. Duck jacket gets a little more mature. So in this, uh, scene. In this yeah. So uh, we have a potential sex scene between uh, Zach and um, Lynn. Lynn. Uh, they try. They said it's time. You know. Oh, but I, saw, I thought my, I thought your mom said no hanky panky. But they go to do it, and um, unfortunately, they're not compatible. So this issue ends with they take uh, off all their clothes. I'm trying to figure it out because she's got that she's she's got some boobies. She's got a really nice butt. And he and Lynn, he looks disgusted. Lynn though. sees. He's Lynn's, just shocked. He's just. It's yeah. not. Lynn sees his penis and goes um. And then he says, "What the?" And he says, "I didn't know Galdarians were so well different." different. She says, "Different. We're completely different. There's no way for us." Uh, Carrie in the back of the uh, sorry, Kari uh, in the back of this uh, volume says that uh, the question he gets most. Does she have a penis? In uh, in at conventions and stuff like that is what is what her crotch looks like, and uh, it's there's no answer there's because no, it's yeah, there, it's not got, written. Yeah, all it, there's no. But it can't be anything shaped like or like a hole because yeah. Zach could put his penis into a hole. So if it's like a jagged looking, you know, Venus flytrap looking hole. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to put my penis in that, but it would have to be another penis. I mean, or something. The phallic. only thing we need to know or know is that it just can't work. But that Which bothers so, me. I know I it's frustrating because you don't want. I read this. it years ago and it frustrated me. It frustrated me <laughs> again when I read it just now, and it's frustrating me even more now. TJ, you don't seem bothered by this. You should I, be. I, I know that it's open to interpretation, but I like to think of it as something similar to Avatar the movie, not oh, not Last Airbender. That's interesting. But like tentacles that like join yeah you know what i mean like it could be something like that it's it's there needs to be two parts it's zach too it's not her it's both of them okay neither of them have like compatible parts so i have a question for you and i'm glad that this is what we're spending the most amount of time on it's not we're moving on do you or do you not (laughs) think lynn is hot i mean she's yeah she's drawn attractive definitely so she's attractive sure so if you saw a green alien like that you'd be you'd want to have sex with her what are you getting yes at? Yes or no. What are you getting at? Wouldn't you find a way, wouldn't you be like, hey, on Earth we do this thing called oral? Uh, obviously, there's a moment which he was shocked. They were both shocked. He's, it's a mood killer. They, they, yeah. It, this was a mood he's killer. Not yeah, happy. but that's nasty. That's like, oh, what's that thing? Also, Bill, they're, they're both relatively young. You know what I mean? Like, this, this is Zach's is, first this time. This is probably Zach's first time. This so is how not, does he know what's compatible? He could be like, oh, I guess he's... Yeah, 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 he knows. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. All right, let's move on. Uh, uh, but he basically says, she says, should we talk about us? And he goes, what's there to talk about? That's the, the next such issue. Such a fucking asshole thing to that's, say. That's the next issue, yeah. he. Oh, it's brutal. And she looks. She doesn't look happy about that. She's no, like, yeah, I should. I would leave too if yeah. I were her. Like, She's like, I should go. And that's that was so, oh, I was so mad at that. I was so mad at that because it just. Uh, and then he calls his dad and mom to talk about it. But he his calls dad to- is such an asshole for this. Like, if you if you say, like, don't tell mom, you pick up the fucking phone. He says, don't tell mom. And it turns, and then he tells him, and then it turns out he's on speakerphone. So he basically says that we tried to get intimate. And then the mom gets on the phone like, saying, I thought I told you no hanky panky. Yeah, well, no, the dad didn't say anything. He, Zach just says it. And then he's like, wait, am I on speakerphone? So the dad didn't do anything wrong. He didn't know he was going to go there. The dad just says, oh, I want to talk to him. And then Zach says everything. And he's like, wait, am I on speakerphone? 
he didn't know that he was going to be talking about stuff that the mom no, shouldn't he, hear. Yeah, because the mom was talking to him on the phone, and then he said, let me talk to dad. And then the, mo- the mom gives the dad the phone, mm-hmm. and the dad starts talking. And the dad puts it on speakerphone, not knowing Zach's going to talk about something that yeah. he shouldn't be saying. That's not his fault. But this scene opened up with him dyeing his hair again and his wife berating him for it because yeah. it looks ridiculous, but he thinks it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Which he says you don't have to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's like, but he I, just likes he it. He likes it. But yeah, so he uh, he tried and it turns out they're not compatible and he's super frustrated by it. Um, meanwhile, like while he's doing this, he's like... Saving a ship. Like, is he saving it or yeah, was it a bad ship? Like with bad people on it. Because you know, I couldn't, because they're, because they're, they're like angry when he flies away and he, he, he puts them on land. Oh, I assume yeah. this was a pirate ship, like yeah. a modern day pirate. Yeah, it'd have to be. Like. So I'm, next cool thing. So Null lands on planet Earth. Yes. Goes in, through, in a very uh, familiar looking way. Uh, Men in Black? Superman, dude. Oh, yeah. Superman. It's Martha and Jonathan Kent oh, yeah, driving right. down the road in the countryside. Okay. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, shouldn't we stop? Like in every Superman origin. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hell no, we're not stopping. And but no flies through the windshield. And kills them both, like, brutally. Well, he says he, he needs information and he wants to know... More about... More about the planet and stuff like that. And he takes his mask off and there's this nasty, Yeah, because previously he had a very... Um, yeah, metal... It looks like a breathing apparatus. Yeah, song. kind of like Oblivion song. Like yeah, he had that thing covering his like dangerous, gnarly-looking teeth, and he bit into this guy's neck and just devours him. It says "munch, munch, munch," and he's like, "There we go. I need now. I now I have all I need." He looks Thank like you. a mutated Nathan from Oblivion song. He does. He does. <gasps> Guys, what if? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, then he goes into town. He's tracking down um, uh, Tech Jacket. <laughs> Zach is talking to a frog, uh, and kind of like venting, venting to this frog, which is and a funny. The frog scene. starts to do it with another frog, and he's like, "Oh well, at, at least, least you don't have any yeah, problems. At least somebody's at least getting figured it out." Um. So yeah, his dad calls. His dad calls. Uh, he's got a uh, something crash landing. Something he realized that something entered the atmosphere and yep. crashed in this town. Sends sends Zach to it. Zach shows up, and he's like, "Oh, there's no town here. It's just a huge crater. There's no town." And then he looks up, and it is... The town is literally yeah, above him. Sokovia in, style. Uh, yeah. And he drops... Noel drops the town on top of uh, um, Tech Jacket. So this Null guy is, in my opinion, like, the most fucking powerful... He's insanely strong. ...indestructible, like, thing ever. Yeah. Which he would have to be. I mean, just in the last issue, um, Tech Jacket took out two invincibles like we said mm-hmm. yeah you gotta ramp it up so what proceeds is finally some blood other than an Noel insane him. amount of blood yeah like for tech jacket yeah like, we never saw like, anything like this shit. but then again you gotta think when tech jacket first came out that was around invincible mm-hmm. which didn't have much blood uh which you want to hear us talk more about blood tune in in two weeks for our talk all about blood and invincible <laughs> but Noel uses these blades on his elbows and, like, slices uh, Tech Jacket's arms, like, where his arms meets his body, mm-hmm. uh, like, by his shoulders. And he, like, he, he rips the Tech Jacket. There's no fight. Yeah, no, he There's messes no up. There's no fight. There's no fight. Noel throws it at him. Tech Jacket tries to throw a punch. And, and he rips the chest piece off. He, yeah. The vest. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
tells the tells the buyer his boss who hired him that the job is done and uh tech jacket's dead so uh Tech Jacket Digital Issue 3, which is the final issue that we're going to be talking about tonight. It's the final issue in uh, Volume 2. Uh, starts off with uh, Null uh, standing over Zach's body. And, well, Zach's uh, like, I'm, I'm not dead. Yeah. And then Null says, I'm very much aware, but you, 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 you've been doing this long ex- enough. I'm experienced in yeah. this enough to know that there's no, you have no chance. This is the end for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Thompson, Ed, Ed, uh, calls for help. Yeah, he calls Kanda and uh, all the other Geldarians that are willing to go. But they're too he far reached, away. They, yeah. they 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 don't have as much speed as Tech Jacket does. He reaches out to Lynn, who's has a spaceship. Yeah, a really fast ship, and she's still on Earth. And um, she says she's on her way to help him as well. So he's getting Nola's oh, beating man. the shit out of Tech Jacket. Oh yeah, this moment like, where he catches conquest, the punch, invincible mm-hmm. fight. Yes. He catches Tech Jacket's punch and breaks all his fingers. Like Conquest and Invincible. Yeah, like this is this is brutal. It's, it's there's something about seeing blood across the metal suit that like you know we we haven't I mean we don't see that in like it's jarring. Yeah, we don't see that in in uh, Iron Man movies or anything like yeah. that. Blood on metal, like it's mm-hmm. just it's unsettling. Because the first volume of Tech Jacket and up until this point there was zero blood, mm-hmm. none, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden this one is just insane. So Lynn comes in with her ship and shoots this guy. How badass does she look with this giant like fucking sword gun, gun sword gun laser? The only thing I didn't like about this fight. Her helmet's awesome, by the way, or her hood or whatever with the wings. It's the same thing I don't really care about in anime. Oh, here we go. They're talking throughout this whole thing. Like, you really think you could defeat me? What makes you think you could really? defeat me? Okay, I did conquest. this and I did that. Okay, Conquest. Holy, Conquest? The same as Conquest. Conquest no, I didn't was so. monologuing the entire he did time. Monologue. They both mm. talked the, it wasn't the entire right time. This, though. Yes, it was. He they're, asked... He asks both of them the same questions, like in both fights. He's monologue. He's doing the same monologue twice. Eh. That's why I didn't like about it. I didn't care about it the first time when he was fighting Tuck Jacket. But he's doing the same exact thing with with Lin. Eh. I didn't actually didn't even really even pick up on that. Yeah, I didn't like that. Um. Yeah. The art of all of this. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this moment. So, Go ahead. So yeah, so Noel essentially says nothing on Earth can stop me. You know, you should know that this is the end for both of you guys. Blah blah blah. So then. Zach says nothing on earth. Oh man! And he has and an idea. He has Tech Jacket run a diagnostic. You know, total power is at twenty percent. Electricals at nine. This at nine. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um. So then he the suit says, or no, he says, um, can you put all of the power to propulsion? And the suit says, yes, but it's not advised because it will be catastrophic to the suit. As in, you will die. The suit will will not keep you alive because the suit's the only thing that's kind of like it's going to destroy support. the suit right and then he says do it reroute it do it anyways so then he flies this is so cool he's grabbing oh, him he takes he he's flying him up into outer space and the entire time that he's flying the suit is saying going into shutdown mode and he said no override and then the suit's bypass. like i'm gonna do this yeah. and he's like no override and he keeps bypassing mm-hmm. what the suit is trying to do and the whole time, At first, Null I thought, is saying, "I, it's commendable what you're doing, but you're still gonna lose." Did you what? Did you know what he was gonna do, TJ? No, no. I thought that he was just like gonna fly him into his his thing. I was like, why would it? Like, why would flying him into that? I thought he was gonna fly into that and then take the teleporter out, so mm-hmm. he would avoid the explosion or something. But I'm like, why would the explosion kill him? And like, 
I don't know. Right. It, it didn't. It didn't jive with me. I didn't know what was happening. It did I didn't, with me. I, yeah. I remember when I was reading it the first time. I was like, "What is he gonna but, do? Like, but, what's his?" But plan? they're fighting on his. They crash into his his station up in space, and they're fighting on it. And uh, and he goes to shove. He he shoves Null into his teleporter. He changes the uh, destination. The destination. It's up in the corner. It says teleportation chamber activated. Destination revised. And then Null's like, "Oh, you're shoving me through your teleporter. That's your big plan." And there's this crazy shot of him going through the teleporter saying, wherever you're sending me won't be far enough. I'll tear this universe apart to destroy you. Tech Jacket says, yeah, well, good luck, asshole. And then the ship explodes. And it explodes. So cool. And Zack is left floating in space. Mm-hmm. With his mask off. With his mask off. Wow, he's fucked up. Great use of, I, I liked throughout throughout these issues, uh, great use of like negative space. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie did with all these um, blocked off panels. Kari. Damn it. I knew I was going to do it. Kari. He's back in the hospital once again. Yep. And uh, <laughs> he's talking to, uh, no, Lin, I forgot his name. Lynn, his dad, uh, C- Candle. Candle. Is it Candle? It's not Candle. Crandall? I don't know. It's Candle. Is it? Yeah. Canada. Kanda. Yeah, it's like Kanda. It's Kanda. 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 Like Kanda. K-A-N-D-A. Yeah. Um, he basically says, you know, the, the suit is destroyed, but we're going to do what we always do. We rebuild. And then you turn the page and it ends with him back he, in his tech, uh, tech jacket suit, but it's way more advanced. Yeah. And he, Kanda mentions that Geldarians, we are now perceived as a warrior race, but it's not true. We develop these suits of necessity. Uh, we'll do now what we did then, what we've always done. We'll rebuild. And Tech Jacket has a newer, more powerful-looking uh, Tech Jacket suit. He has a new base. Uh, and he has a really... He has a moment with uh, Lynn. Lynn. Uh, where they basically say, uh, they basically say, hey, uh, go ahead and, you know... Take care of your sexual desires. Yeah. But I'll always be here. Yeah. Like, we're still going to be you and me. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. That's nothing that Invincible ever explored. Like... Hey, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a, a relationship, but not really. Talk about stuff. No, no, I'm so no, no. And then the very final page. Amazing. Is uh, null, saying no and turning around, and he's what, look what looks like on the surface of the sun. Yeah. If we had never seen him again, and he we just like saw him in the corner of the Thrag and Invincible fight. Oh my god. <laughs> like like he's just like, hey, what's going on over there? He's just floating. Oh. Well, so I mean, obviously so this guy's that's, that's fine too. obviously Null is stronger than a Viltrumite because he is existing on the sun for like a second there. I mean, he could have been pretty far from it. Like he's, he's stronger not than he's a on, no, he's, he's not on, in it. He's on the surface of the sun. I think he's stronger than a Viltrumite. Think so? Yeah, absolutely. He took is. out he took out a Galactus. Yeah, yeah. I think he's stronger. He's on the surface of the sun. That's so, exciting. Would you guys like to know what happens? No, in the I want to read it. I'm so excited to read it. I know it. things. You do, and I'm gonna read it now. I did. I wanted. I didn't want to read it before going into this because I. I wanted to give our prediction. So, Bill, you can't talk. TJ, what do you want out of volumes three and four? That's not fair. You what can't. You chose want? to keep reading. But I read them before. That's true. But because you've never read them, no, right, TJ? I don't want you to answer that question. I'm not going to. <laughs> Obviously, because I know things. Exactly. What do I want? Um, I want Zach to get laid. <laughs> well, this is something that I found interesting. As someone who reads Invincible but never read this, and I'm like, him and Lynn have this relationship. But I know from Invincible, he hooked up with some random girl, some alien that looked like an Avatar alien uh, during the uh, Viltrumite War um, when Mark was busted up from Conquest. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then there was another time when Robot needed him. I want to say it was during the Monax attack where he was in space, like saying so hot to like this blue glowy alien, which we'll talk more about the later appearances of Tech Jacket um, in the next Tech Jacket episode in a month from now. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I do want more. I want more relationship stuff. I want to know more yeah. about what happens between him and Lynn. Um, I kind of hope that Null comes back because he's such a cool character. That's but at the same time, him being so powerful, I'm actually okay with his ending. I that's think that's thing. a cool Bill, ending. Bill, don't say anything. Stop making faces. I, I like... I Either way, I feel like, okay, Surf of the Sun, fine, he's dead. Because he said no, as in like, oh shit, like, he did beat me. So I'd be fine with that. I do want more, though. Like, we saw his, his boss. Like, I want to know, like, is his boss going to... What's his boss going to do about all this? You know, the guy that hired him, not his boss, I guess I should say. Yeah. Um, more of his dad, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait to read it. Uh, like we said earlier in the episode, uh, we'll be back in two weeks with our gore episode, talking all about the bloodiest moments in Invincible. And we want you to write in, let us know what you think about the gore in Invincible uh, and some of your favorite moments and everything like we said earlier. So would you say that, because I was excited, I was like, yes, I can't fucking wait to do Tech Jacket because I've read it and I wanted to read it again and I was glad to read it again. Mm -hmm. Would you say that it lived up to my excitement? It exceeded my expectations, honestly. I was not expecting to like it as much as I did. I I really liked it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was, I always thought that it wasn't much... Wolfman feels like a completely separate thing. Brit feels like Invincible. Guardians feels like Invincible. Even Capes kind of feels like Invincible. Mm-hmm. They still feel like they're Invincible universe. Wolfman feels like it's standalone in a way. This so far feels like it's standalone, just like Wolfman does. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, it is though. It's, like it's, they it's don't its need, comic. they don't need the Invincible universe. It didn't at all. Whereas I feel like in order to really, really like Capes and to get the most out of Brit and Tech or, and Brit and Guardians and Invincible universe. You need to know Invincible. Uh, so far, this and Wolfman, you don't need it. And this is, I mean, yes, it enhances it, but this is so refreshing to read something that's like new and mm-hmm. standalone to a degree. Uh, so yeah, it, it exceeded expectations. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Read. I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this, hopefully you you read Tack Jacket, unless you just like yeah. close the door, man. But go read it. Like go yeah. read it and go read the next. Two, it's two volumes? Yeah, volumes. Because I had them still on my phone as digital because I bought them digital each month they came out when yeah. they were coming out. It yeah, was it was fucking so good. It was volumes uh, three and four are going to be the next two. Uh, and that's it. That was it. And we're going to talk about the other appearances he makes and stuff like that. I know um, who was a digital pizza over on Twitter was saying that he just got volumes one and two to read along and everything like that. He got a bunch of invincible tie-ins. Um, but yeah, hopefully if you're listening to this, you will uh, join us, read along with uh, volumes three and four. But Next episode, The Gorn Invincible, and then the episode after that is going to be Tech Jacket Part 2, where we talk about the rest of, Invinci- of Tech Jacket, and uh, that'll be a month from now. Can't wait. So exciting. Uh, that does it for us. Thank Bro, you. Bill, what yes. did you think of Solo? Oh, yeah. Real quick. Okay. First impression, loved it. We're talking about Solo, by the way. If you if you haven't seen it yet, thanks for listening. But And I had my... I, I, I saw it like two weeks after it came out saw it yeah. because we didn't have anything else to do and yeah like, tj and i went and saw yeah, it like a week well, and a half after it came out let's go see it we have nothing to do but literally every time that something cool happened which was a lot of the movie i like looked around like is everybody else feeling the way i am about this like yeah. i'm enjoying this movie yeah the first like 10 minutes with that creature in the water i was like 
this might be what I expected. And then as soon as he like did that chase thing, yeah. like on the speeder, I'm like, okay, this is good though. And then it never went downhill yeah. again. It never dipped again. It just kept getting better and better. All and the I, action was I amazing. Thoroughly, like TJ and I walked out and uh, speaking for just myself here, I was very, very pleased with it. And mm -hmm. I was, I was, I was like solid, very good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Even Riker was like, when is that coming out on, really? on DVD? And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I really liked it. What'd you think, TJ? I thought the action parts were awesome. I loved all the action parts. I thought all the in-betweens were just eh. I just thought it was okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it was bad, but you guys definitely clearly liked it more than I did. I thought mm -hmm. it was okay. I really wanted to like it. I, mm -hmm. Everything looked awesome. And then I started reading the reviews, and the reviews did not affect my opinion at all. But um, if anything, they would make me like it even more because after the reviews I was expecting it to be complete trash that's because I went in with the yeah, lowest really low anything I was expecting ever. I had really low expectations um, this is was, exactly what I wanted in a spin-off Star Wars movie a solid yeah. good movie this isn't going to blow our socks off we have to stop I think a problem is everybody never, has expectations would, that every Star Wars movie from now on has to be the Empire Strikes Back like yeah. it's like no we have to I mean yes I feel like you know, I mean, eight, every movie I feel should like, strive to be I feel great. like seven, eight, nine yes. should be yeah. blowing our socks off, um, but that's another conversation. But, I feel but like, this, I feel like, is what it should have been. It should have been a solid. It felt like a story. It felt like a mm -hmm. book that was brought to life on the screen. I, I, uh, I definitely think you guys liked it more than me. I, th I think that I, I'm glad I saw it. I, w I don't think I'll ever see it again, ever. I will. I'll probably own it. Um, I would see it again, like as, I see, like I, I watch Rogue One again. Okay, Every that's now what I was going to ask like, you. So compared to, so Rogue One compared to this, which one would you? It's a tough call. The, solo. I, I think I hated Rogue One. I hated it. <laughs> really? I hated. Rogue I, I really one. liked Rogue One. I really liked Rogue One too, but I, Solo I was almost, a way better toned movie. Like it felt like it was not trying to be. Rogue One felt like it was trying to be Star Wars while not. Be, it felt like fan fiction. Solo, even though it's kind of the same thing as fan fiction, it felt way better it felt like a very good standalone movie like yeah. it didn't need to i think i almost i th i think it's fair to say i liked them both equally at this point wow. thinking about it now which is not a bad thing they're both I very thought good you loved rogue one no oh, i mean no? I, I i really liked solo too though yeah. like I, I yeah i think they both are yeah um other than that let's uh do you have something else, Bill? No, because we've been we've else. been going a little long, and there's other other stuff I want to talk about. We but we actually talked yeah, we a lot about Tech Jacket. Uh, next next episode when we talk about the Gorn Invincible, that'll probably be pretty short. So we'll have more time to talk about other things, including what gets announced at E3. TJ, mm. there's probably going to be a new Devil May Cry. I yeah. There's, there's, there's only one thing going we'll off of that. There's only one Dude, thing going off. There's of that. so much, and there are it's a lot happen. of websites that we're, get made that don't actually. We're, we're probably pan gonna out. we're probably gonna know about what rock game Rocksteady is working on. We're getting that we will. We're super excited about E3. We'll, Rocksteady we'll talk. doesn't do E3, though. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. The last time they announced something at E3 was Arkham VR. We got to oh, go, yeah, though. Right. And then remember the Scarecrow scroll thing for um, E3 mm -hmm. when it was in the in mm -hmm. the diner? Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks to talk about the gore and Invincible and some other stuff that we've been reading, watching, and playing. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye.
the coolest part about it is the fact that I have a pizza pocket in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, not the coolest so part about it. Me.